That's your clue. That is a clue. That's a clue. When it goes red, it when does. it's when there's a red button, we're live. That red button there. That's the one. Yeah. Well, that, I'll see about that red live button. It says yeah, it where there. it says live. Where it says live seconds. in red. Oh, okay. Is that mean we're live? That's a giveaway. Yeah, that means we're live. Yeah. Okay, so I better say hello then. Uh, I would if I was you. I hello, everyone. Very, very welcome, quick. welcome, welcome, welcome to the inside. What, they got three heads. Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going? It's been like this all night. Welcome. <laughs> To the Inside Out Effect podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Stephen Jakes, and thank you once again for joining us on this lovely summer, sunny evening on the 6th of June, 2021. Uh, And this is obviously the now the self-proclaimed number one global personal development podcast on the planet bar none. Uh, so I'm your host and co-founder of Healing, uh, well, founder of HealingMind.co.uk and co-founder of the Inside Out Effect with this young gentleman here. Yeah, young gentlemen. And this is episode 46. And this uh, episode today, we'll be discussing the cause, uh, what causes headaches and migraines. Um, And also, we do have a special guest who will be joining us a little bit later to talk about her experience of, well, not her experience, the experience she had with uh, headaches and migraines when it comes to her son. And we'll be finding out a little bit more about that and uh, and her personal journey. She's going to divulge some information on that and uh, and the outcome of seeing uh, Jonathan um, for that whole process. So um, so anyway, we do have a special guest that will be joining us in a little while. Yep. Good. Um, once she arrives. When she arrives, yeah. She's coming yeah. over, mate, when she comes. And also, as well... Um, coming over, is she? She's coming oh, over. Yeah. Well, she's around one. It's a good trick from there. She's around here. Yeah. Um, around here. Okay, that's good. what normally happens around here. Uh, anyway, it? right, so uh, we'll be discussing... We'll also be discussing, uh, which we're going to do, actually. We're going to discuss about our experience that we had on the Freedom March. Yes. Uh, which we went on the 29th of May, and we're going to talk about that in a little bit as well. Yep. Brilliant experience, um, loved every brilliant. minute of Got that. Got some information to divulge and share with that. And uh, I just really enjoyed to- experiencing the toilet. I it was phenomenal. <laughs> I enjoyed. I, I, I enjoyed the experience in the toilet. You enjoyed. You enjoying the toilet because I stood outside for nearly twenty five minutes. I think I got to see. Every type of person that there is that exists on this planet walked past me. It was very yeah. interesting. What a bunch of what a yeah. bunch of what a great day! But anyway, we've also got the uh, the most uh, stupidest thing we've heard this week. Yes, so someone's actually written in this week yeah. and uh, said the most stupid thing they've heard. So I'm going to recant that story, which is very very stupid. Yes, good. Um, it good. is extremely stupid. Excellent. Yeah, because oh, I haven't heard that. Uh, even though she did tell me, I have heard it, but I can't remember. You can't it. remember so it. Not that she hasn't told me. I just can't remember it. Uh, which I've been having trouble with that. All I was going to say you're having problems that tonight. <laughs> You've had problems remembering things. We're almost going back in time to about four weeks ago. I know. It's like, 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 like when you couldn't again. remember anything. Then oh, either. There's so much going on. And uh, anyway. are you super busy? I am. Got a lot going on. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Oh. Um, don't know what that's all about. Anyway, we've also got uh, what happened on this day, uh, and uh, not so many this week, sadly. Can you hear the cries of? I know they're probably thinking. Oh, oh. sorry, no, tune into that bit. I'll tune into uh, that bit. Yeah, and also uh, we've also got um, a few a, a birthday, a birthday. A what, birthday. just one? One birthday. There's only one one person's birthday today. I'm sure got, there's a few more people. Yeah, out and we've got birthdays one today. death and one death. Yeah, one death. So I thought we'd do one birthday, and one, and one death. Because uh, well, we got a kid. Is that from the jab? It, well, no, not from the jab. Not, not from the jab. From the jab. Okay, okay, fair enough. But anyway, before we start, uh, I would like to introduce my good friend, my co-host, my friend, and also my lover. Uh, well, not my is lover. this the guest? When's he getting here? What's yeah. going on? Oh, what? by the way, before we start, uh, John is under actually strict instructions. Under strict instructions, not to bang the table tonight, because by the end of the podcast last week, the camera was actually filming my fridge, <laughs> and I was having to lean right over. And uh, he got uh, carried away. So I if you go back and watch it, and you'll basically see everything the... moving further and further and further around yeah, until everyone saw actually what 
where I store all my bags and my wine uh, in my wine rack. So anyway, you're not allowed, not allowed to do that. I'm not allowed to do that. No, I'm not okay. To get passionate. I'm not allowed to no, bang the table. No, you would get passionate, but don't bang the table. Okay. Right, who really wants to bang the table when they're passionate anyway? I, I, I mean, you'd have to come and see us and switch that off. Yeah, 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 you reckon? Yeah, yeah. I reckon that's a bit of a disorder. <laughs> uh, one, but, one of our watchers actually said she loved me banging the table. She thought it was hysterical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She thought it was really funny. Yeah, I think it's really funny red off. you bang the table as yeah, well. Yeah, well, I do as well. I'm not very attracted to the table. It's a bit harsh. Yeah, it is. It's a bit rough. It's the marble on the top, maybe. It's a bit... But, you know, I'll give it a go. Good. I'm just uh, sorting this out. Rebecca. Okay. Rebecca, Rebecca says, says hello. hello. So, hello, Rebecca. Uh, how are you? And also, we want to say hello to Jane Haycock. So oh, hi, Jane. Hi, hi Jane. I will respond really to your guys. message, Jane. Don't worry about it. I'm just doing a podcast at the moment, so I'll message you when I'm done. Yeah. Just because you're wondering why I've not responded. It's because I'm doing a podcast. That's all. Awesome. Right. Okay. Um, so, anyway. So, anyway, so, no banging on the table. No banging on the table. I won't bang on the table. Oh, I won't bang on the table. Okay. All right. Table. I've got it. I've got the message. No banging on the table. That's great. So, anyway, but before we do start the podcast, uh, I want to introduce my co-host, my friend, uh, and also creator of the DTO system. Uh, he's also co-founder of the Inside Out Effect and uh, the author of the book, Emotional Blueprint to Healing Chronic Pain, as well as the DTO Handbook. I have the Norman Wisdom. <laughs> I've got, the, I've got the Norman Collier. The Collier. And I've got the Bernie Clifton. When it comes to mental, uh, emotional, and physical pain, I'd like to introduce <laughs> the great Jonathan Shaw. Hi, Jonathan. <laughs> Thank you. How you doing, mate? That's actually cool. I love Norman Wizard. That's a great compliment. That's, that's great, fantastic. Mr. Grimsdale. Yeah, I know. That's fantastic. I love I that. I always love Bernie Clifton, even though he weren't funny. Just running just around. Just running around. In that. that was funny with the ostriches. I thought that was hysterical. I used to love that. Yeah. And Norman Collier, who's a. a it's going along all the time. Uh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I thought, I thought it was interesting. Uh, old, old school. Old school comedy. Old Can't school comedy. beat old school comedy. Yeah, Some of them, but Norm Wisdom was a genius. Yeah, he was, yeah. I saw Norm Wisdom live. Um, I don't mean as opposed to dead. I mean, I saw him on stage. <laughs> yeah, I, say, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I saw him do live one. act, and yeah. he was in his, like, 70s when I saw him do it, and he was still being punched all over the place on stage. He was still falling off of things, and he was amazing bloke. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. He was entertaining. Yeah, very, very funny. Great, but he was at the fall, didn't he? He was at the fall. Intelligent yeah, guy, though. Really uh, yeah, he was very smart guy, but he was at the fall. Yeah, he was good, yeah. Yeah, great. So how have you been? I've been good. I've been okay. I've been very, very busy. Super busy? <laughs> I've been super busy. Super yeah, busy? Yeah. Yes, no, no. No I've, shit, Sherlock. No, I have been busy. Uh, I've been doing lots of clients, and I've been working on the uh, the, the training for the DTO system, the new free yeah. version that's coming out, version 2.0, which is going to be a full basic dto training i take it's better than anybody the previous version then it is, it is better than the previous yeah, version yeah because you wouldn't do a worse version and then replace it well i don't know samsung done quite a good job of that. um <laughs> so, so apple so apple yeah um so so but um so windows 10 what's going on uh but um no it's a it's more in depth so the yeah. first training it had it taught the basics initially just the bits you need to know but this training goes into a lot more detail as i know people like a bit more detail so it teaches the full basic clearing process that you and me use yeah uh to switch people's stuff off for them um and it's just the basic clearing steps yeah uh which is the first bit everyone needs to know the basic clearing steps yeah Awesome. And, and a simple way to apply it. So to begin with, you've got the basic clearing steps, and then a very basic way to apply it to your life 
to start healing your own life. So yeah, so it's coming Excellent. out this really week. Good. And that's coming out when? Coming this out week. this week. Okay, yeah. good. I look forward to that. Uh, I might. Yeah. Can you send it to me so I can learn about I'll it? As soon as you can learn how to do, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind yeah. learning how to do that. Actually, do you reckon? reckon? Have you got something you could switch off? It, it could propel my future into like into healing and sort. Of you could become a therapist yourself. Do you know what? I've been thinking about it. I think you should. Yeah, especially those glasses. Exactly. Yeah, I know. You could. You could pull them down. Look condescending at people like a lot of therapists do. I don't need to do that. Just be condescending. <laughs> i've got that mastered uh I, I, yeah I, i'm sure you have yeah, I have, yeah. Right, yeah. you just i'm just nice to you That's you, you don't say that side oh, i don't know yeah are you sure yeah i think i got it earlier on when i walked in didn't i what about an hour and a half ago but it started as soon as i walked through the door what? yeah it did didn't yeah, it, it did, yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, that's because I love them. It's just, ba just banter. It's banter. Just banter. It's banter. Yeah. So you've been busy. Uh, what about client-wise? Been... Yeah, no client-wise. No, um, had uh, had a, a, a two new clients yesterday. Uh, one guy came to me with uh, breathing problems and heart problems, and so I just started working with him. But I did mainly physical stuff on him. Um, uh, another guy came to me with uh, shoulder pain recently. Another shoulder problem. Um, and was it uh, me? <laughs> You're not talking about no, me, are no, you? I'm not talking about you. No, he did come to me. I did have to go to I've trapped some tissue under my which, shoulder at the gym. And, which uh, is why he's buying Chinese tonight. Yeah, I am buying uh, Chinese Because tonight. I treat his shoulder. Yeah, I was um, in agony, actually. I you really struggled. But again, it was just trapped tissue, wasn't yeah, it? it? It was, was trapped just trapped tissue. tissue. Which is funny, because we were talking about the rotary cuff injury, and as soon as I was at the gym, and I I was doing a, I was pushing the new, a new weight, and obviously when I'd done that, and it was only just talked about the rotary cuff injury, and I was thinking... And after saying, after talking and, yeah. like, you know, damning rotary cuffs, I say, it's not rotary cuff. I was thinking, oh, my God, how funny. The irony of that is if I come up to you and said, it's a rotary cuff injury. But yeah. well, it was some trap tissue. And there you go. And you got rid of that. And I've been back in the gym. And, and you've been able to train again. I've been again trained again already within yeah. a week. So, But that so. would have probably been diagnosed as something else. A rotary cuff injury. Rotary cuff injury. Because yeah. that's the problem. People just trap tissue. And most therapists don't know it's trap tissue. It was so. It, they diagnose a muscular problem. I'm like, it's not muscular. Yeah, no. As soon as I've done it, I mean, I walked straight through the door. I picked the phone up and said, call me. I said, look, I think I've trapped some tissue. Because obviously now. You know, when you start working, you start understanding what you know, like what I've learned from you about what causes pain. I just knew straight away that yeah. it was a, yeah. it was a bit of trap tissue, and I was and I was right on that. So you were right, but yeah. So anyway, carry on. So you saw the guy with a shoulder injury. Uh, yes, I saw him, and uh, that was very similar. Um, actually, I saw him a few weeks after I started treating him, so he's now better. So his shoulder's now. Well, I hope so. He's yeah, wasting yeah. his money anyway, really. No, well, use. well, no, I mean, it didn't take me long to release the shoulder pain, but I, it took a few weeks to rehabilitate it because he had it for so long. Oh, okay. So sometimes you didn't have it for very long, so it was just release it and it's fine, but yeah. I had to rehabilitate his shoulder afterwards, which is what takes the longest. If you leave it, it's not actually releasing the pain, it's the rehabilitation that takes a bit more time. Oh, okay. Um, because then you've got to, otherwise, if you don't rehabilitate the shoulder properly and get the strength back, you could potentially retrap it again because the shoulder, the muscles around the shoulder have got weak. So you don't support and stabilise the shoulder, so you can trap tissue. So that would explain why then I went to the gym within a week and was able to push the weight. Because it was very acute. You'd only had it for a few days. So yeah, you called me immediately. I did, yeah. So I released that it. night. <laughs> so you didn't have enough time for the shoulder to become weak. But this yeah. guy had 10 months of the shoulder getting weaker and weaker and weaker, which is often why they diagnose it as rotator cuff, because by that point the rotator cuff has got weak, because you can't use the rotator cuff because of the trapped tissue. Because the rotator cuff action is this. So it's an internal it, rotation. Well, you can't do that when it's trapped tissue in the joints because it would it hurt like hell. Yeah, I mean, you can't do other movements either, like raising like this, but they'll offer, if you can't do this, they'll go, oh, it's rotator cuff yeah. because the rotator cuff has become weak 
not because it's damaged, but because the tissue is trapped and the person can't use the bloody arm okay. any longer. Yeah. So that's that's the problem with that one. That's why. So, but literally a few weeks later, he came in and he was even standing better, standing stronger, walking taller. Um, and that was only I mean, it's only taken you know three weeks to rehabilitate his shoulder. We still got to get a bit more movement in it, but he was looking much better, much stronger, and hardly any pain now. So. He's doing good. See so, yeah, it. That's really good. good. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying being back doing the physical clients again because I like. I love working with emotional stuff, and I still do that. But I like having being one to one. Like with being hands on, didn't I? Like I? being hands on my people, and you know. I know. I thought you were going to rip my shoulder out. Oh, I do like causing people pain. I know you did. <laughs> um, it didn't so, help me take the piss out of you while you was doing it. It really. didn't. I did warn you about that. <laughs> I did say to you, I've like, learned more about hurting people in therapy yeah, than know. years of martial arts. I can't help it though, mate. It's just in me to a little bit. A little bit of a digger, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my my one of my friends. I was as you know, one of my friends used to do it. He'd be on the table face down and he would slide his hand down to my calf and squeeze and go, we're not going to hurt each other, are we? <laughs> and then I just put my thumb into his shoulder and he'd let go really, really quickly. Because um, yeah. it's a very vulnerable position. Yeah. So he shouldn't be doing that. No, he shouldn't be doing uh, that. So no, so I've had a really lot of fun. I've had fun red-pilling my clients as well. Yeah. A lot of my clients have come to me and the, I had two clients yesterday that I haven't seen for a while. One of them, three years. I haven't seen him for three years. I fixed his problem. I haven't seen him for three years and um he was saying he was questioning what was going on and another one was a lady uh uh an older lady well, you give them credit she mate. was questioning as well she was, what, she's really give, questioning what's give, going on you've got to give these people credit after 15 months of it they're now <laughs> actually going mm, hang on a minute something Something's don't seem right here no no right. shit yeah no shit, you this is fucking march i know yeah but that was good. So I was repping, and they actually knew some things. This guy knew some things, yeah. and he was he was interested in you know bits about America and Trump. And Just think, like if that. more people watched our podcast and actually took what we said, you know, we'd be there down the road a lot further. Do you think? Yeah, but we're conspiracy theorists, mate. I know. You I'm remember right, that. Yeah, you I remember that. Right. We all yeah. remember that. We don't. Even though we demonstrated, we don't catch colds, we don't catch flus, and we don't catch viruses. The mere fact that we're saying that, and we disagree with the TV. Conspiracy theorists. I know. It's dreadful. Terrible. I know. I don't know what to, I, I should reprimand myself, really. I might find myself to be a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, I think you should do I think that. I should do that, yeah. yeah I, I love the way you guys just did, did that. That's why I don't put my glasses on top. I like that. I was actually, I doing, I was actually doing karate once. Yeah. I'm dreadful at martial arts. No good at all. I don't like hurting people, ironically. But I was doing a car. Unless they're on your, <laughs> unless unless on on your table. table, yeah. But I was doing a carter in karate, and there was a move where you do this. Is that an anagram of karate? No, it's oh. not. It's a car. That's what they call a cutter. <laughs> Or a cat or whatever way you say it. But it's just a series of movements in a flow. And I and my, my sensei was at the front watching the group of us and I was in the front row. And I did this and I knocked my glass and they went flying. I've never seen a martial artist crack up so fast. He literally yeah. pissed himself laughing. Yeah. Well, I have to wear because I can't read otherwise. Well I can read, but it struggles. Yeah. Struggle. Well keep them on, you look good. Do, yeah. no. Right, so uh, how have you been? Terrible. Terrible. Oh, honestly. Oh, 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 during honestly. the war. Oh. I've had such a bad week. I've been in pain with my shoulder. You mean, yeah. See this therapist. He didn't do anything about it, honestly. No, I, no, I, I wouldn't rag him if you want to go and see him. I want to get rid of him. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been all right, actually. Um, not super busy and not busy. Uh, not, not not busy. Not, 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 not busy. Super not busy and super busy. Super busy, yeah. yeah I've sort but of you've been like, busy with other things I've been busy with other things, actually. I've been doing a bit of work on myself because... There's been some stuff that's come up for me recently, which I'm working through. Yeah. Um, and obviously doing that stuff with you, we're doing a bit of you. But um, no, generally I've had, I've been just doing other stuff really. I've been really into my music actually this week. Okay. I've got a new track that I've started, uh, which I really like. And um, and also, uh, obviously, oh, something else I want to mention. Uh, I don't know if people are aware of this, but on the 
23rd of July, the NHS or the government are allowing the NHS to sell your data, your private data. Oh, yes, so, I have seen bits so of this. So have you yes. seen this? So basically yes. on the 23rd of July, if you – so they're basically – they're allowing your data to be sold to third-party companies. Doesn't and, that break GDPR regulations? Well, I don't know. I think it does. Well, anyway, so on the 23rd of uh, – yeah, on the 23rd of June. So – and you will automatically be opted in unless you opt out. So what they've done is they've made it as an opt-in. Again, breaks GDPR regulations. Yeah, and so, and so basically uh, you have to – there's a web there's a web page that you can go on and you can go in and opt out. Uh, there's two stages to it. One's your personal data and your past data and stuff, and another one for doing research using your data. Right. So – um, so I found out all about that and obviously opted out about that. So that's, and I think anyone that's watching this podcast, if you're not aware of that, uh, you need to go to the NHS website. And I can't tell you the, 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 the domain name off the top of my head now, but there is a, a web that's on the NHS website and you need to opt out. Because if you don't, you'll automatically signed in and all your data will get sold to uh, third parties from the NHS. And that's all your private, personal, medical records and history and data and all the stuff. So, and if any third party does that, you can be sued because you've just broken GDPR regulations. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Mate, they're changing the laws all over the place at the moment. So, But anyway, so I just thought I'd let people know that because obviously if, they're, if they don't and uh, then your information, uh, if your family, that's, that's everybody, women, children, yeah, kids. Which are children. I don't actually think I'm registered for a GP anymore. So yeah. I, I well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. It's all. It's, in, it's all your health records. Oh, okay. Thanks. So, but anyway. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, so I'm just just uh, been doing that and uh, informing people of that. Uh, but I've basically been doing my music and doing clients. Been working with uh, lots of the skin stuff. You know. Yeah, so they've got a guy going to come and sit here on Thursday and do a testimonial video, which I'm yeah. looking forward to doing. Great. And he's going to talk about his experience of working with me yeah and uh healing his uh, eczema problem yeah. which is pretty much gone great so i'm really happy with that and uh and just generally my everyday regular clients which has really been interesting because some of these people are coming to me they know that they're not right they know their life's not working they know it's they just feel like shit everything's wrong they're unhappy they know that they can't go out they can't do stuff and they've come to me and they said look i know i'm not right but i don't know what it is mm. and so obviously that's where our skill on intuition comes in and basic psychology to find it and in the past that's what i would do is i'd ask certain questions i'd poke around with the red i'd find out the response body language etc and we were talking about this just a minute ago yeah and what we've where's a new so what we've discovered is is that it's the behaviors that actually hold all the information yes and so i've basically been working with all my clients with this new way of doing things this new system and uh, it seems to be just literally ripping stuff out 10 times faster than the other system which puts stuff out 10 times faster than the other stuff yeah. now so yeah and so because i'm doing that and i'm being so successful with it i'm clearing people's stuff so quickly yeah. i'm not getting enough new people in to replace the people that i'm clearing out so fast so it is giving me a little bit of time on my hands Uh, that that is a problem because a lot of therapists especially like with pain for instance a lot of therapists they just maintain pain so the clients come back over and over again so they've got a regular income that's what they're sort of trained to do whereas i we don't do that we fix the problem and with pain I, i fix the problem so the person's not continually coming back again so even if they take three months to fix after that three months the problem's gone and you no need to see no longer need to see about that problem again. So we're always looking for a new intake of clients. Yeah. So you do always need that with with what we do because we actually get people back. 
Yeah, exactly. So it's not a bad problem to have. I mean, it's not. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad problem. No, no, I mean, no, I love the fact that I'm healing, fixing people, fixing all different ways of stuff. It just means that now I'm having too much, a lot of spare time at the moment, where yeah. where that transition of healing, fixing people is so quickly. So, uh, so I've obviously been looking at marketing element as well. So I'm going to do a new marketing thing. I think I might do some market stuff. And I also put out my first newsletter this week. Oh, you did? Yes. Yeah. So I did my first newsletter this week with the video on pendulums, which I'm talk, which I talked about, and I will be posting that. Either I'm going to post that tomorrow. I think. So if any of you are interested in the whole creating your reality uh, uh, paradigm, if that's the right word to use, if you want to know about creating your reality and how to reprogram the sub subconscious mind and start manifesting, and uh, I'm going to put a uh, the second chapter of Pendulums, which is really important when it comes to reality creation. It is a little bit, I'd say, it would, I would say it's a little bit hard going, <laughs> but if you get past the first 10 minutes, uh, then it starts getting into the to the information, and if you can get your head round it, and I would I say you want to listen to it two or three times. It took me two or three times to listen to it to get it, and when you get that, then all of a sudden you can actually see what's going on inside your own how the how you're you're affecting your own reality, and then obviously if you're interested and you're interested in going further, then you can I'm going to put on my newsletter uh, web web address there and you can sign up to that and you're going to get all then what you'll get is all 20 episodes yeah. so if you're interested in learning about creating your own realities reprogramming your subconscious mind and manifesting and, and all the law of attraction stuff and how to make it work for you pretty much spot on then you can sign up to the newsletter and i'll be posting that out um once you signed up you'll receive that with all of the the episodes that i've that i've broken down and put out it's called reality trans surfing by a guy called vadim zealand a russian uh, expert in this field so that's so i've been doing that as well really cool. um and so yeah so other than that just been having a bit of fun as well actually good it's been living You've been living. Yeah, I've yeah. been living. I've yeah, been, good. been getting out and having fun. You some need to get out and live and fun. Well, I caught up with my mates yesterday. Yeah. I haven't yeah. seen them for 10 years. Yeah. We were all a little bit naughty back in the day. It was so funny because everyone's changed so much. And it's, you know, all the, you never thought it. You know, if you'd have gone back, you never thought any of I bet they never thought you'd be a therapist. No. No. no they still can't get their head around what I know. No? No. They no. just can't get their head no. around it. Well, it's different. You're it's a different done, person, aren't you? Yeah, in two years. In it's two just freaked them all out yeah, really badly. Yeah. Um, but anyway, no, it's all good. Really good. good. Excellent. Good. Okay, right, so, so, so... What yeah. are we doing tonight? Uh, we're doing headaches and migraines. Headaches and migraines, brilliant. Okay, so um, and I know this is what I know. Quite a lot of people are fundamentally interested in this because I've been getting quite a few messages asking about it, and so they're going to join and listen. Maybe right. not live, but they are going to listen. And so, if you do suffer from migraines and suffer from headaches, then uh, we're going to talk in a little bit more detail about what the actual what causes them. Yes. There's a lot of myths around headaches and a lot of myths around migraines. There's a lot of myths about everything that all most people believe when it comes to sickness, illness, like you catch colds and you catch flus, right? Um, which is nothing actually I want to say this so this is what I don't get so you don't catch ear infections you don't catch cancer you don't catch the chest infection right so if you don't catch those things what makes you believe that you catch a cold a flu and a virus when you don't catch any other illness because people have been told it <laughs> I know but think about that just no, think about no, it. I get it. Yeah, no, you know I get what I mean? It. No, it's I meant, it. It. Why no, they... do people think they can catch colds, flus, and viruses but can... when every other sickness they get, you don't catch? But can you imagine if they had been told you catch cancer or you catch new infection? Everybody worried about that as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, it's insane. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But if, if they're but told something, about, they just believe think it. about the logic of that. Every other sickness that you have, yeah, well, I would say it goes wrong in the body. Obviously, there's something wrong with the body that causes that. Yeah. But when it comes to colds and flus and viruses, you've caught it. Oh, no, you don't know. It's outside. You catch that. You see, you catch it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Right? 
So just that mentality. This invisible thing you can't see yeah, in absolutely. the air. I just travels. wanted to point that out. So if you're actually doubting the fact that, you know, you don't catch a cold, a flu or a virus, which we've been saying for uh, ever, think about every other Forever. sickness you get. Did you catch that? Or was that something that was going wrong in your body? Right? Just want to make that out. Because if you understand that, you'll go, mm, yeah, actually, you're right. You yeah? It's the same thing. Okay? So I just want to point that out. So anyone that's doubting it, oh, we talked about it. I always catch curls. No, you don't. Anyway, so moving on. Yeah, I was sitting in the bath earlier on. I was thinking, why don't people see that? Uh, why don't I they see just that? Well, because, people, because people generally just believe what they're told. So they, they don't question anything. They don't go, that doesn't make sense. They just go, oh, because the man well, in the white you're... coat with a telescope said so. Or a bloke on the TV. Or a bloke on the TV it. in a suit <laughs> yeah. that has no qualification in biology yeah. whatsoever yeah. says it and everyone goes, oh, he must know what he's all about. Yeah, idiot. I know. Uh, I saw know. someone chasing Chris Whitty down the street. Yeah, they, oh, did you see the video? Oh, right. Chris, Chris, why are you lying as a public? Chris, yeah. Chris, tell us what's wrong. Chris, why are you lying? Why won't you speak to us, Chris? Did you oh, see? Brilliant. Did you he see? Would not, and he tried getting a police involved. And the police went, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's so funny. I don't know if you've seen it on there. It was excellent. But uh, he also said, I've been arrested three times because of you and your fake, and your, <laughs> your, your lies. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, yeah, and he said, and then the police, he pulls the police over and he said, oh, no, he goes, he's the expert. I'm just asking him a question. The police, police did anything. nothing. And then he came Absolutely and chased him down the road. Yeah, Absolutely exactly. brilliant. Really brilliant. Yeah, he yeah. deserves it. And he was squirming in his tight. Uh, suit. He's a good-looking young fella, isn't he? Who what? Chris Whitty. Oh, yeah. oh, superb. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah, I'm not even sure a good beautician could could work with that. I don't um, know. I don't know a good beautician, do you? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I've heard there's a couple in in Essex somewhere. Um, in fact, it might be interviewing my, my, my mate. Might interview one in a minute. Might interview one. Yeah, well, but I'm not. Well, so, I'm not sure she could say. Wouldn't that be a coincidence? There's a limit. <laughs> well, that I don't believe in coincidences. Well, that's well, no, exactly. Under this circumstance, it isn't. No. Uh, yeah, do you no. think that might be a good intro to introduce her and tell her story? Do you want to tell that first? Son, rather than rather than me explain about it, let, let's listen to her story and then I'll explain why that didn't work and why what we did solved the problem and how I looked at it. Okay. Different from okay. what she was told. Because this lady was told so many things, went round in circles a whole year. She's got an amazing story. Um, and uh, her son obviously finally got rid of his headaches when he came to see me. But everything she was told just sent around in circle and she spent so much money. But it's good to hear it from her because she she has a, a, a is a good story. To yeah, it is. So uh, okay, so let's bring in Emmeline. So Emmeline is a client of John's. She basically owns uh, from WPR Beauty. It's a beauty salon based in Billericay. She specialises in beauty, advanced skincare, and aesthetics. And we've got a bit of work to do on John. But uh, I've seen you know. Oh, you're right, you're all right, really. I'm all right. I'm a good-looking man. Don't have a good job with his much. hair. Have you noticed his hair, look, ladies? Look at this, look. It's yeah, have you, noticed, have you noticed? Yeah. Hair, have you noticed my hair? If for any of those who looked at it and went, who is that? It is me. Yeah, uh, it is Just you. with less hair. No, I, no, I prefer it. I actually prefer it. I actually fancy you that's more. That's because I'm closer that. to you now with less hair. It's that's crazy. what it is. That's yeah. what you're that's why you prefer it. I know I do prefer it. I think you look much smarter in there. Uh, anyway, so uh, let's bring in let's bring in Emmeline. So Emmeline, uh, do you wanna come in? Come on, do you, do you wanna come, come in and join in? So this is Emmeline. Uh, hello. Stand between the two. Hello. Stand between hello, Emmeline. Hello. You all right? Yeah, hello. All right, so uh, so this is Emmeline, and so uh, this is Emmeline. This is Emmeline. Oh, thank God for that. Are you sure? I'm one who came yeah, on. Then. So Emmeline, so do you want? I don't know if you want to take over this because obviously you experience it. Emmeline's going to talk a little bit about uh, her experience with migraines with her son. Like I said mentioned earlier. So do you want to talk, tell a little bit about your story, and then you can say how that was resolved and what the problems were? So yeah, okay. yeah. So so basically, before she does that, so we we were doing a talk on law attraction. We was. We were doing lots of talks on law attraction in 2019, and we found ourselves at Emma's uh, place of business in a workshop out the back that she has, and we gave a talk. 
And then literally about three weeks later, you gave me a call about your son. Yeah, which Jackie, wasn't it? It was, it was our friend Jackie, yeah. who, 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 who she helped organise our talks anyway, yeah. Jackie. Yeah. And just you called me um, about your son and he'd been suffering with headache for how long? Oh, at that point, it must have been nearly a year. Right. So um, I think like you always say, you're normally the last resort, aren't you? I am normally the last resort, yes. yes. So I'd been to... Every every everybody you could think of in terms of trying to resolve his head headaches, um, but he was suffering badly, migraine, vomiting. Um, I mean, it was to the point where he couldn't even really function at school. I was picking him up most days because he was being really really ill. Um, at this point, by the time I came to see you, we'd been um, to see a neurologist. He'd gone to a specialist who um, had sent him for bloods and various MRI scans and tests. <laughs> Same old story. <laughs> and still had no answer. At that point, they wanted to refer me to the neurologist to discuss uh, prescribing medication, which at the time for me was a big no-no. I mean, he was 10, yeah. and the last thing I wanted to do was have him on medication for migraine. Um, I then started to sort of go down the alternative route. So I'd taken him to see a chiropractor, um, a, a physio, um, also a, a craniologist, two different specialists um, that supposedly deal with, with that kind of thing. And it managed it. It, it, it. it did help him and he did get some relief, but it, it wasn't curing the problem. Um, so I think by the time I got him to see you, he was in, in quite, quite a state. He was trying to do exams at the time, or they were putting him through his end, end of year exams. How old was he? He was 10 at the time. So he was doing his SATs. So yeah. to go through for a 10-year-old. Yeah. Um, and he just, he, it, was, it was terrible watching him. I mean, I remember taking him to one session and he'd been really bad. And um, he came out of there I mean, he couldn't see. He was vomiting. Um, this was with a, a craniologist. Um, and he went through a week of just feeling terrible after that. But then second session, third session, it helped and it eased, but he was still then constantly on this yo-yo up and down. Um, and then trying to manage him through his sats was a nightmare because he was literally going in, he was doing his exams, and then I was getting yeah, a call from the school. And then, and then like, you're gonna, yeah, you got to come and pick him up. I mean, I was proud of him that he, he got up and he still tried to push himself through it, but he, he wasn't great. Um, so I think the day that actually um, he was coming to see you, I, I had a call and he was um, at home or I picked him up from school and he was at home and he was actually in bed. And I think I'd waited two weeks or three weeks for the appointment. So I forced, forced him. I said, come on, we've got to go. So I brought him to you and he just walked into the clinic. Wasn't he? he was it's like hanging, his head hanging, wasn't he? And he was in a in a, in a real, real state. I would imagine, so just to inject here, so I'd imagine he was getting a bit worn down with the amount of oh. people he'd gone to see yeah, and yeah, realised yeah. it's not working. Yeah, and he's no. probably in his head thinking, yeah. you know, because it's he, not going to work. No, because I think for him it was, it, well, frustrating. I mean, you know, he, he would have good and bad days, but majority of the time, it was always, it was something, you know, we'd go to bed with a headache or he'd have had a, a bout of it during the day. Yeah. Um, but when it was really bad with the migraines, it was affecting his vision. Oh, that's the other thing. We ended up as well, a specialist to, to check through. Um, luckily, I had private health cover. So they actually tested all of his eyesight and everything. And they, again, still had no answers. You know, he, he went and had all special tests done to check his eyes. 
and nothing. It was like nobody could give me an answer in terms of actually what was wrong with him. So it was worrying well, that's for why me. you want to go to them specialists, you say. That's why they call them specialists. Don't you not think so? Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. I mean, that's they're specialists because they can literally tell you what, what not yeah. the problem is. And how did it affect him personality-wise at home? Oh, how, suffering with that for a yeah, year? Yeah, no, he, he, moody, yeah. Um, frustrated, obviously, because, again, he couldn't do normal, you know, if he... If he went out and played or suddenly his headache would kick off and um Poor yeah no team. he was not he was not in a good place at all really it wasn't mm. good to see him like that at all um and yeah you just feel helpless because you sort of go down the conventional routes and hope someone's going to have an answer and nobody yep. did so yeah, and it was frustrating for you wasn't it because yeah, yeah. Cause you yeah. don't want to see you know, no. it is for parents no. when their kids are suffering yeah it's frustrating and you know what i think the thing one of the things that actually got me more than anything as well is that i'd taken him to see um again what was it oh god you ended up seeing so many people i think again was an osteopath or something something like that mm. chiropractor or osteopath anyway um i remember going in and paying for the consultation and then the guy he did several sessions with him and the thing that really sort of made me think, like he sat there and he said, well, because I said, well, how long do you think? Because he, he wasn't, it did help. It did help Ethan to manage it. I was like, how long do you think it's going to take to, you know, get him better and make him feel feel better? Oh, well, probably he'll have to have sessions for life to maintain this. I'm thinking he's 10. Sessions for life. life. He's sessions 10. Life. That's what people get told. Yeah, like, oh, he'll have probably right the way through his whole life, he'll have to come back once a month just to put him in line and make sure. And I'm thinking, but sort he's of saying on about unbelievable. Right. unbelievable. Yeah, but people that, believe in this system. But that didn't make shit. sense to me because I know naturally, you know, he's going to grow and regenerate and develop. So how is that problem going to still maintain and stay there for the rest of his life? I just didn't well, make any sense it, to me. Well, if you're going to maintain it, I would imagine it would deteriorate, to be quite honest, well, wouldn't it, probably. over time? Yeah, wouldn't it? probably. Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, the theory is that if it's a kid, they should grow and develop and come out of it. Though. Yeah. But, but obviously this person was saying they're going to suffer with it, which yeah. is which is what everyone does. They, that's what they get taught. You've got to suffer, which is the first principle of DTO. If you get instilled with a suffering, fear, or victim mentality, ignore it. Ignore it yeah. That is a suffering mentality. You've been told you have to suffer with it. It's also a victim mentality because you can't do anything about it, apparently. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so, so he suffered that for a whole year, right? Yeah, it was it was around a year. Yeah, yeah, maybe and, a bit longer. And then, um, obviously, so that that's tragic. What you went to? I mean, going to all those therapists, mm, yeah. go, and, and, and going to seeing so many different types oh, yeah, of yeah, therapists, yeah. fields, and well. also experts. And, People uh, are supposed to be experts, especially the medical profession. Supposed to be experts. Went to a neurologist. You know, uh, you know, one of my other clients went to a neurologist and a psychologist. Because they were told us both, mm. uh, and you didn't quite get down that route, did you? But you, the neurologist, the neurologist should know. The neurologist should know what's going on because they're the bloody neurologist. Um, yeah, and, I'm going to question that. Well, I would question it as well. But anyway, so you went through all that. Went through all that. And then what happened? Well, I think then Jackie, bless her, she was a bit, I think after you did the, the talk at the, at the centre, yeah. Jackie, I was talking to Jackie about it and she said, well, speak to Jonathan. You know, I'm sure. You've got nothing to lose. Really, got, no, exactly. I was at that point. Lose. It was like, she's like, speak to Jonathan. So I think I, I called you, made the appointment. And funnily enough, as I say, the day that I actually bought him, I'd picked him up from school because he'd had, a, again, another one of his attacks. He'd been sick and, and they called me to come pick him up. So in a way, I mean, it, it, although bless him, it wasn't great for him. It was actually in terms of really seeing, you know, how 
this worked. Ethan couldn't have been in a worse state when I brought him to you, really, no, because no. he was actually in. He, he was had actually the in migraine. the symptom. He was in he it. Had, yeah. yeah, he had the migraine. And when you came to see me, both of you, you as, uh, as him, you speak for him, what was your attitude? Were, did you think there was hope? Did you think I was going to be able to help? Honestly? Yeah, yeah, honestly. Oh, I thought you were batshit crazy. But... Oh, brilliant. Everyone thinks um, they're batshit crazy yeah. until they've worked with us and then they get better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially. Why, why do you think it was batshit crazy? Well, I, I guess because I, well, I, I'm not one for, for going down the, I don't know what you call it. Traditional? Really. Tra- or no, alternative. No, alternative. Yeah. Um... That I don't believe in traditional medicine. Traditional, yeah, exactly. That's another topic of discussion. Um, Yeah, no, I think it was more that I was when obviously he walked in. I was quite taken aback by the fact that you obviously physically looked at him and and detected things that even hadn't come up in an MRI or been, you know, obviously detected by any other method of of treatment. What he'd been through. So I immediately, I mean, I think any, you know, yeah, obviously respect there, Jonathan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, um, yeah, obviously then you um, started to talk to Ethan and, and obviously, you know, go, go. And it, well, I think I have to say at the time, I actually felt quite bad because in terms of what came out of the whole thing, I hadn't even given it a thought. But it ended up that you discovered, didn't you, had trapped tissue in his ribs and a, and a trapped nerve in his neck but it was caused actually through a car accident that we'd had three years prior wow which i didn't even give it a second thought didn't even no. give it a thought and it was only through obviously jonathan's examination and questioning process and yeah. understanding that the, the the biological response in the body that he managed to pull that information out but nobody got hurt in the accident impressive mate no, no one, so no like for me i didn't even put two and two together you no. would never have you never have ever matched that up no because nobody was hurt everyone got out of the car and we were absolutely fine no. the kids seemed fine so i didn't so, even didn't even think about it or obviously put that together in terms of the puzzle yeah um then obviously jonathan started to do the dto process which i was a bit like hmm yeah like most people are <laughs> yeah okay that's why i have to do a one hour pre-talk now to people because if i just get them to come in and sit down and start doing it yeah they're like right this, what are you doing this is i feel stupid so now i have to do the yeah. whole brain thing yeah. tell them how it works what i'm going to do how it overwrites it what it's going to do and yeah. what the now when i do that people are like, oh okay then i'll just do it now i don't have any resistance no so, i mean at, i mean at the time I, but you're not uh, cynical anyway, are you? No, 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 no. I kept my mouth shut and I thought, right, just let just let him do what he needs to yeah. do. Sort of thankfully afterwards, Jonathan explained to me and it made perfect sense because yeah. it, logically it then made sense yeah. to see and then to witness what he did with Ethan. Plus then explain, explain it to me logically. I was like, wow, that actually is like... And so how, how, how many sessions did you do with... Honestly? Yeah. For his migraine? Yeah. One one session one, so he did session. one session and he then had after that... he had four sessions didn't he but then jonathan was dealing with because he had neck, pain, neck yeah. pain but the actual migraines one session and that was it end of and that was it and you know what to watch the to watch his face honestly it was the most amazing thing because he'd gone in there like this and jonathan <laughs> did his thing and you could see almost like his shoulders raising like this yeah. and his head coming up and he was like it's gone <laughs> He was like, he was like, it's gone. And he's never, ever, ever had a migraine. He's had odd head, but again, we know now other situations that create those headaches. But the migraine, the the physical sickness, the migraine, 
gone. Three wow, more I'm sessions, sorry. neck pain Excuse gone. Me. Yeah, it was uh, incredible. I mean, even you didn't believe it, did you? When I said to you later, a few weeks or a few months later, no, it was one. You said, but I saw him four times. Went, no, it was one session. Yeah. For his actual migraine, it was one session. Wow. Was yeah, because I was treating his neck because I, I, it was a combination. It was a combination of the accident. He caught, he actually had two trap nerves, one in his neck, one in his shoulder. Uh, and it was a combination of the trauma from the accident, mm. and he was still playing the image yeah. of the trauma. Oh, so it's head. PTSD image. Yeah. yeah. So he could act, but what he'd actually done, he'd actually done something really unique. He'd actually created a 360 mm. degree image of that accident. Wow. Now, you, he didn't have a 360 degree view, but he created a 360 degree mm. image in his mind, and that was traumatizing his head all the time. So it was just playing in a loop on his head. But obviously, I had to release the trapped nerves. That was his neck. So yeah. I did release mm. one that on the first session and then i released that image and the trauma from that and that released the migraine and then over the next three weeks we released the neck pain because you couldn't touch his neck no, you couldn't put in your no, hand on his neck yeah. or his back without him flinching like this yeah. and i gradually released it over the next three weeks and as he walked out i put my hand up here like that yeah and he right. didn't make yeah. didn't bat an eyelid i didn't test him to see what he was going to do yeah. Yeah. and he didn't even think about it until he got out of the gate and went oh and he just realised so it. That's fantastic. Gone. And he's all right now. Yeah, it's amazing. Great. Okay, cool. But, well, yeah. well, thanks for the story. Because yeah. I think what we're going to do now is we're going to go into a little bit more about the and cause, explain a bit more, a little bit more about the causes and that. So I'm going to leave you to it. Yeah, thanks Thank you very much. So much Thanks for coming on. We right. appreciate that. All right. All right. Take Cheers, care. Emily. Bye. See you later. Awesome. Bye. Yeah. So um, yeah, so that's a fascinating story, and uh, I didn't realise you got rid of it in one session. So that's really interesting. You know, that's uh, amazing. And I think I wonder how many people out there suffer with migraines and headaches. I mean, again. We keep going on about this traditional medicine road right. and all these specialists and all the like, all these people that are talking about the virologists about the virus. Really, when it comes to it, all they're looking at is the symptom and all Not a virologist is going to do is take that, take what they think is a virus and break it down and look at it and become an expert in a symptom. Yeah. But it's not the cause. No. And this is what we keep trying it's to say the over and over. Same thing with any it's, any sort of pain or any illness yeah. disease is not the cause. And if you look at the current model with medicine, that's what they're all doing. They're literally going, oh, we've got to have a scan. We've got to look at the symptom. We've got to see, we're not really looking at but, what causes the symptom. But, and this is over and over and over and over again. But, it's but just the problem is, even, even in the case of, of Emmeline's son, she went to osteopaths and things, and they didn't they didn't find the car accident. They didn't ask the questions yeah, the, to bring the, the car accident to, to find if he'd had an accident or anything that would have caused. And they didn't even find the damage in his body, the physical part of it, that was causing the problem. Because there were two parts. There was the physical damage and there was the emotion and the biological response. Yeah. There was a few other well, things. The, the, the neck pain was about other things that he was going through at school and other bits and pieces, trauma he was going through. But the actual the, the migraine was being caused by the physical shock to the body that was still in his system. And the trauma, the emotional trauma of that accident. of the accident, yeah. and nobody picked up just because no one was hurt, no no therapist picked up on it, and they didn't even find a trap nerves in his body. I mean, this is disgraceful behaviour. Yeah, uh, and and for that therapist to tell a ten year old boy that you're gonna have to live with it for the rest of your life, that I'm sorry, I'm gonna bang the table. That stop banging is, the table. That is disgusting behaviour. It's bad enough when you tell an adult that you've got to live with something for the rest of your life, but you tell a child they have to live with something for the rest of their life, they're not going to believe that unless you can get to somebody who actually knows what yeah. they're talking about. 
that is disgusting. And that person, seriously, dreadful, dreadful. And all these people put so much faith in this medical system and believe everything they say. Hence, everyone's out there getting all jabbed up because they've been told by these people uh, that you should have it because of this and that and the other. But actually, we know that whole that whole model is incorrect and it just focuses on the Completely symptom right. and not the cause. Yeah. And, uh, you know, um, and, you know, I've just got to the point now where I'm just, had enough of banging on about it. If people ain't listening, I mean, no, they are, no people are waking up. Yeah, well, a lot of people are waking up. And we, have, and in all fairness, actually, we're going to talk about that. We didn't really talk about the march, but no, we will do. We will talk that about that. But anyway, so let's let's go to what causes headaches and migraines, and and then once we know that, then talk about what the the, the, the process is of solving them. So, yeah. do you want to just uh, elaborate a little bit more? Okay, so there's there's a lot of confusion about headaches and migraines. Um, people misunderstand it quite a bit. Uh, there is a big difference between headache and migraine. Uh, a headache is a stress state. So a headache is your sympathetic nervous system. You're literally in a stress state in that moment. Where a migraine is actually a repair state. It's your parasympathetic nervous system. And different things cause the two. So um, a headache, usually physically, if you're just looking at it physically for a second, happens when your, your neck gets really, really tight, locks up, that's that cuts off oxygen, tenses all the muscles all the way over, and you feel the headache in the front of your forehead. That's usually how headaches work. Yeah. But it stems from the upper back and the neck from a, a physical perspective, if you just look at it physically. And usually with that, there's a trapped nerve. There is something trapped. Um, it might be trapped tissue. It might be the joints trapped because the muscles can't release it. Um, but there's going to be something trapped. Um, so a migraine, though, a migraine is not necessarily caused by tension, but they can, there's still a trapped nerve in the neck. So, and usually it's like the occipital nerve uh, because usually migraine. what nerve, just for the people that didn't hear that? So the occipital nerve is one of the nerves that control, that works with the eyes. And that's why you experience migraine through the eye because you've actually trapped the occipital nerve in the neck here. Um, and what you need to do, that nerve needs to be released. Sometimes you trap other nerves as well, but they usually get trapped in the neck um and while that nerve is trapped you're going to experience sensitivity to light you're going to experience pain through the eye you're going to experience pain in the jaw sometimes because the different nerves are trapped in the spine so with that you need to release that that needs to be released you can't just leave that that needs to be released somehow whereas a headache normally the nerve is trapped in the shoulder it's not normally trapped in the neck with a headache it's yeah. trapped in the shoulder tense the shoulder sends pressure into the neck and then you get the headache. Uh, I actually had one guy, and uh, he came to me, and he had all sorts of symptoms, headaches. He kept blacking out, uh, and the, the medical profession scared the shit out of him, didn't know what was wrong, and he literally trapped a nerve in his shoulder. That was it. Yeah. That was the only thing, was, and they never found it. And once I released that, all of his symptoms stopped. And he had it for like six months. It was ridiculous. Um, so the difference is that headache is a stress state. Migraine is a repair state. Now, the, the important thing about that is that if you get a headache, that means you're stressing about something right there and then. Yes. So whatever the stress, I've told you what the physical problem is, but there's a there's a biological stress behind it. So there are three biological responses for a headache, and there's about seven or eight for a migraine. So the three responses for a headache that actually cause the nerves to trap and cause the muscles to tense, because that's not a cause, that is a symptom technically, uh, are injustice or betrayal, because that's the neck. Yep. Uh, and feeling attacked, uh, sorry, feeling attacked or feeling powerless. 
because it affects the forehead and that's part of the cortex of the brain so those are generally headaches so it can be something that's unfair or betrayal where you feel powerless or something that's unfair where you feel attacked or both and then you're going to get a headache yeah um but the physical part of it is the the shoulders the neck and maybe a trap nerve in a shoulder potentially yes and you need to do both you need to release both because just clearing the trauma won't necessarily release the nerve and just release the nerve obviously won't clear the trauma you need to do both not in all cases sometimes it will but not in all cases and you don't want to take that chance you have to do both so that's really how headaches get created but just remember you're stressing about something then so when you get a headache that means you are literally feeling attacked or feeling powerless or, or betrayed both. in that moment or 10 minutes before that moment. So you know how to find it. Well, you go, why am I feeling attacked or powerless? Or what's unfair? What have I just happened that's really unfair or unjust? Yeah. Or why do I feel betrayed? Because that's the neck. Uh, so that's that's a more easy one to do. Uh, but with migraines, they're a little bit more complicated. It's a repair phase, which means you have been stressing and now your body's moved into repair. And it's usually like a three-day window. Yeah. Most people experience migraines. They experience them with a, a window or a cycle of not having it for two days, then having it for three days, not having it for two days. And they, there's some sort of cycle of not having it and then the period of time when they do have it. And that normally has some sort of cycle. You might have five days on with a migraine and then two days off or three or so on and so forth. And if you have migraines for a long time, there is always a cycle. It's not always the same cycle. Everyone's a different one. Yeah. Depending on their triggers. Is that, yeah, I was going to say, is it triggered? That's literally, was that enough? Yeah, that's depends what I was going to say. Depends on the triggers, yeah. But with a migraine, a migraine <clears throat> is a little bit more complex because you have two conflicts running at once, generally. And you've got different conflicts down the cortex. So those are your cortex issues, which are the same as depression. Yeah. Same conflicts, um, except you're now resolving that depression. So it, it can be a, a territory anger issue if it's here. Uh, it could be uh, uh, an identity conflict for women, or it can be a territory loss for men, or it can be a. Um, if you keep on doing that, I'm going to have 15 quid on that. Are you going to see the eight fantastic ten, the eight ten at Chelmsford? Yeah, brilliant, really fantastic. And what about? Uh, yeah, I don't know what that means. That means yeah. something in horse racing. Yeah, it does. Yes, yeah. so tic tac. Oh, tic tac. Yeah, it tells they're tic communicating. The oh, I other. see. Oh, I've never. So, no, yeah, I don't so bet. eight to one, you're going to have a uh, migraine later. Like, uh, I hope not. If don't get rid of it, yeah, anyway, yeah. So this is anger. So, yeah, so territory anger, that's territory fear over here. Yeah. Uh, you've got identity conflict, you've got territory loss, and then you've got marking your territory, so yeah. not some invading your space, and then you've got uh, things you can't swallow or accept. Yes. Uh, so if you're which, getting, are the five, which are the five territory issues, really, which we territory. use for depression generally? Yeah. So if you're, for instance, if you get uh, heartburn or indigestion and you get migraines, then that's linked to the not being able to swallow something. That's yes. linked to that thing. If you're uh, getting migraines and you're peeing a lot, then you know there's a marking conflict there. Um, and one of the other things that happens with migraine is, people don't realise this, that the, the, the pressure of the migraine is actually water being squeezed out. Because what's happened is, over the period of time when they've been in stress, water's built up in the, in the brain. This doesn't happen with a headache. It only happens with migraines. Fluid is built up. And as, when you get the migraine, that's the brain trying to squeeze the fluid out. So a lot of people are told, they're told to drink water. The problem with that is that if you drink water, you're just adding to the fluid. So that's and not, that's going to make the headache worse. And that's going to make the migraine worse. Yeah. Uh, and people often will say that when they are have the migraine or shortly after, they do find themselves wanting to pee more uh, if they notice, they pay attention to it. And that's because they're peeing out that fluid. Uh, but unfortunately, obviously cycles, it builds up again, the pee out, builds up again. And people don't realise that's what's happening. So the water building up is actually an abandonment conflict. 
So you've got one of these five conflicts going on, let's say a territory anger issue, which just means someone's come into your space and made you angry, and you're feeling abandoned and alone at the same time, and that's the water building up. Okay. So you have to switch both of them oh, off. Oh, conflicts off, yeah. Um, now, if you find the one conflict, you normally get it in the same thing. It's not normally It's normally the same conflict. It's not normally two. They're so connected. They're normally connected. Yep. It's, very, it's not normally two separate conflicts, but you still need to make sure you get both. Yeah. So in, you know... Um, so just for the listeners, a uh, conflict is where something happens in your environment that you've reacted to. So it's really, really simple. Something in your environment that you have perceived and reacted to it internally. That's what causes all of our problems, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. But it's something... That, so that's what the conflict is. And whatever the, you perceived it as creates a conflict in your brain. So if in that instance you feel abandoned, you'll have an abandonment conflict. That's, that's and that will affect this part of the part of the brain. That's basically how that's how, that's yeah, how in a basic nutshell. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to do that because if no. people are going conflicts, conflicts, we we want to be clear. But if you're not sure, refer back to one of our podcasts where we covered shocks and trauma and conflicts yeah. and how that works. We've we only did, done four or six of them. Is that yeah? Is that, <laughs> no, we, we did do one specifically on shocks. Didn't yeah, we? we did one triggers. Yeah, we did do one on triggers. Uh, so you can go back and refer to that. Uh, although we weren't as slick and smooth on the podcast back then, so you know that's a joke. Um, so anyway, I was, but you know, um, I'm still learning. You're still, I'm still learning. I was, I was learning the ropes. Right, so. these so. <laughs> but no, that's the problem. So migraines headaches are very misunderstood, yeah. and traditional therapy and even alternative therapists do not understand this concept. They do not get it, and they don't even know that trapped nerves cause problems either. Um, because if they did, they well, they probably don't know how to release it. I don't know, but that's basically what they are in a nutshell. That's the difference. But you do have to know how to do both. You have to release the nerves if there's any traps, and you have to release the conflicts. Um, if I didn't know how to do both, I would not be able to help Emmeline's son. Yeah. Uh, because just doing one or the other doesn't necessarily work. Um, so uh, so if you're suffering migraines or headaches, there's a lot of information there. Go back, listen to that bit again because there's a lot of information and try and work out potentially which one of those resonates with you. But you may have a trap nerve and a... a, a or a trap nerve or trap tissue not realize it because the trap nerve unfortunately well not unfortunately but it doesn't cause pain where you have the trap tissue or trap nerve you get the pain somewhere else the only thing you really get from tap trap tissue is when it's trapped in the rib cage and it might restrict your breathing yeah but there's you don't get pain in the area you've trapped so if you trap the nerve in the shoulder chance are you won't get pain from it you'll get pain somewhere else and that's where people don't get it. I, sort of can, it. I can sort of understand that because you get on my nerves and I get a pain in my ass. Is so that what it is? Yeah, so exactly. you, you do get that. That's right, yeah. That's like, I can release that. I could just leave. <laughs> and that pain in your ass will disappear really quickly. And my nerves are going to get better, isn't Yeah, they it? would, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you'd lose <laughs> your best friend. Yeah, you'd lose yeah, your business partner. Yeah, you, could you not? You had to let that out. You had to say it. Well, it's, it's good to get it out. Spontaneous. Spontaneity. Spontaneity. No, I think I think that's really interesting. I'm fascinated by it because obviously it's nothing that I'm I'm really versed with. I mean, I've done a few headaches and stuff because sometimes the headaches is the stress of the, of the some of the responses that we get when we're clearing and stuff. That's why right, that happens. And, and that's what happens. Because that's the injustice rid- coming out and the feeling attacks. Yeah, and that's feeling that's attacks. And I get a headache up. and then I go to that and get rid of it and that's then right. the, the headache goes. But the migraine element I find fascinating because it's actually – Obviously, it's a much more complicated conflict. And, you know, and I hear so many people, my mum, I mean, I hear so many people talk about migraines and the shit that they spout because a oh, specialist so or a doctor nonsense. has told them or something they've seen on the. I mean, I just want to say here, um, uh, Colleen, so Colleen, you know, we know from her, Colleen. Yeah. She said, this may sound odd, but reading, but was reading for a migraine. She's yeah. reading uh, to soak your feet in hot water with vinegar or Epsom salt. Oh, for fuck's sakes. 
Well, make your feet really nice. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. How's that going to clear a conflict or a trap nerve in your shoulder? Seriously. Yeah. Um, so, okay, so here's the rule of thumb, right? This is the rule of thumb. If what you're told completely heals your migraine and headaches and gets rid of it, then that's clever. That's brilliant. That's what you want. If it doesn't, you're doing the wrong thing. Stop doing that immediately and do the right thing and treat the, the cause. Yeah. Because all of these things that people get told, you heard what Emmeline said. She went to specialist after specialist after specialist after alternative, traditional, holistic therapists. And none of them helped because what they told her was bollocks. It does. All it does is maintain things. And all these wives' tales, That's they maintain That's why so many things. people are out there sick. And they keep going back to the same people. They keep getting sold the same shit. They get passed from one person to the next person to the next person. And then they'll give them this medication, that medication, this medication, yeah. that medication. Right? And actually, all you need to do is realise you've got a trap nerve or you've got a conflict in your brain that switches off. And all of that stuff that you've done, all that time you've wasted, all that money you've spent was all unnecessary because they focus on the symptom and not the cause. Yeah. And, and people get passed on pillars post. I mean, Emmeline's really son did. me off. And my other client, you know, she went from a neurologist to a psychologist, back to a neurologist, and they passed the back. But, oh, the, the neurologist noticed. No, no, the psychologist noticed. And it, it's just, it was ridiculous, as yeah. long as we're going down the medical route. Yes. I mean, it, it, it was just ridiculous. And, again, with, with, with her, uh, it was because she fell off. She got chucked off a horse, but she got up and nothing was wrong. Uh, and But she trapped two nerves. Yeah. Actually, she trapped three nerves. Um, so that was work. That was the worst case scenario, and there was trauma involved as well. There was actual emotional trauma, so I had to do both. Um, but it, it wasn't really complicated. I mean, it, it took a few sessions, but once you did that, it was gone. I have had complicated people. I've worked with cluster migraines and things like that. That's way more complicated because now you've got multiple migraines firing off at once. Because of multiple conflicts. Because of multiple conflicts, yeah. but they fire off at the same time. Yeah. And then you've got triggers like smells and taste involved as well. Um, but if you if you if you just get to the root of it and you clear the root, you will find it and and the problem will go away. Yeah. Um, and and it, it's it, it's tragic to hear people suffering um, when you actually don't need to. I know. And actually, if you guys that are watching could actually just get rid of the belief that your current system that you rely on doesn't really work for you, and maybe there's an alternative to something that does work, the better. Unfortunately, we've invested so heavily into this to this organization which we call the, the the nhs and that and in in so many instances they're incorrect in what they do mm. and uh the information they're told because it's not and it's not the people that work there that's a the problem it's the actual what they're being taught is the problem so and you've got to feel sorry for all these people that go into that into that industry or that job yeah. uh, because they want to help people and what they've done is they've been told incorrect information and somehow so how uh, the thing that you need to realize is that everything is something that's going on neurologically generally yeah and so how does taking a tablet rewire the neurological response that you've programmed in there how does a crystal that you might be holding <laughs> for healing go in and physically change the response that you have to an event that's causing the problem. See, this is the problem is, is that we are, we're taught so much crap, so much crap. And I, I think, you know, not just me, I've been through it myself. Yeah, uh, and, crap as well. You know, and, but when, once we start to wake up to the fact that this system is not really our friend. It keeps us stuck. It keeps us trapped. It keeps us going back. It keeps us in pain. It keeps us on medication after years and years and years and years and years. Stop investing in it and start looking to 
other means, whether it's, I mean, like, look, for example, take John's story uh, with the migraines. Uh, I've had a guy who's had eczema 24 years. Same thing, specialist after specialist after specialist, specialist this, specialist that, and he's done all that. Yeah, and I know he's done some nutrition work, which helped. Yeah, and I know that. But he's come to see me, and within just a handful of sessions, it's gone from being a massive problem to virtually gone. Yeah. Now, all I've done is go to the conflict in his brain that is that is uh, that's about separation, separation and protection. protection. I've switched all of them off, and it's virtually it's virtually gone. Yeah, right. It's virtually gone. Two, 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 three sessions. So, uh, and he's had that for twenty four years. So a similar thing, but this guy had it for a very long time, and yeah. and, I, and and it and it saddens me, but. You know, uh, unfortunately, unless you've been to university and got your letters, then you hold no credibility. Well, well, our credibility is in the results that we deliver and not the letters after our name. So, ran over. Right, you ran today, but you didn't bang the table. No, I did, I did throw the pen down really hard. Is that as a. As a yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. I've got letters after my name, but it's yeah. alphabet spaghetti. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. So, I've, so just going, I've got to talk about this website. So, someone's posted the link to that website for the NHS data. Oh, okay, brilliant. Um, so, I don't know Thank if you. you're on my personal feed. Uh, it's in the comments. Uh, Nicola Burnett's. Uh, hello, Nicola. Thank you for posting that, darling. Hello, really, really appreciate that because I think people need to get onto this and uh, opt out. Otherwise, you know, who knows where this is going to go. But if you go onto my personal feed, you'll see uh, Nicholas posted the link there. Uh, it's uh, digital.nhs data and information for such data collections. I reckon if you just put that into Google, you'll find the page. Uh, and so, um, uh, yeah, so uh, thank you yeah. very much for that. Thank you for that. Uh, Nicola Burnett. I had a massage from her. I think it'd be a sister, I'd imagine. Or Okay. Awesome. Awesome. She's such a brilliant master. Yeah, yeah I love it. I really do it. So I had that in the week as well, which I didn't oh, talk good. about. No, you didn't talk about that. Treat. You treated yourself. I did treat myself. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, good. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, good. So, okay. um, should we talk about the march? Talk about the march. Shall we yes. talk about brilliant. the march? What a love day. the march. It was a fantastic day, wasn't it? Unbelievable. Yeah, a million people. I reckon more. You reckon more million? Yeah, more uh, from the from from the footage and from the reports. I've heard when I was speaking to Beverly, funny enough, uh, she said it was uh, on Twitter and it was close to two million. But I know, two, two million, million wow. two million is probably a bit. I think would have been a bit of an over. Mm. I mean, I, I, if you said a million and a half, I reckon it comfortably. There was so many people. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was just like you said, we stopped at one point. Well, we thought we were at the back. We thought it was at the back. We, we thought we was at the back. <laughs> we thought we joined on the end. Right? It was so. This row of people was so long. We thought we was at the back. So we joined in and we had to have a few toilet stops and we had to stop off at Sainsbury's to get a beer. Yeah. And, uh, and, and whilst we're standing there, people were just 50 people across just coming wave after wave after wave. Yeah, so many and people. It, it, and it just didn't stop. And then you lot stopped. And these guys stopped off for a, a wee at Marks and Spencer's. And I reckon he was in there for a good 20, 25 minutes. That's because there's a lot of fun in the toilet. I know. Yeah, I know. Just, just for anyone watching, you think that's a bit weird. No, I'm telling you. There were so many people near the toilet that the women were going into the men's toilet. Yeah. Uh, and so when I walked in, there was this queue of women, and I just literally said, wow, men's toilets got much more interesting these days. Yeah, I know. And they just burst into laughter. It was much more funny in the moment, obviously. Uh, but it <laughs> it made it much more enjoyable experience, yeah, to be honest. Exactly, I, thought, yeah. I had a bit of banter with the girls, and they, yeah. they had a bit of banter back. I know. Right? And, it, and it's at times like that when I wish I hadn't stayed outside. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, exactly. You, you, really really here. you really should have come in because it was much more fun indoors. It would have been much more fun. Um, but, um, but I stood outside while you was having that wee, and uh, a good 25 minutes, and i got to say that I, 
the amount of people that went past in that 25 minutes. It was just like wave after wave after wave. I, and it was great because I'm going to say that every type of person that you can think of from professionals, doctors, nurses, virologists, lawyers, barristers, normal people, black people, Indian people, Chinese people, Moroccan, Spanish, people dressed up as a virus. That was really good. That was fantastic. Was bouncing yeah. around like up Oxford Street. Uh, you've got people with, you've got, uh, you have little people with like uh, speakers it was like a massive festival was, you had yeah, pop music drum and bass music reggae roots dub. You had kids there it was at just all ages it was unbelievable amazing. and i gotta say in the whole three hours that we were marching with some walking or marching protesting against this i don't think i, I saw about 10 police officers until mm. the very end I saw 10 police officers at least not even probably more than that and i didn't hear one cross word i didn't no. hear I mean, you take all of those creeds and colours and cultures and people from from all ages, all walks of life, and not one crossword. I mean, we had that when we had to stop. We sat, we stood uh, next to that lady the, in the wheelchair. That's right, yeah. And yeah. she was telling us about. So, I mean, it's a her bit of a ex. sad story, really, wasn't it? She's but we started talking to her, uh, her ex, yeah, her ex. And uh, she said, oh, you don't want to get the vaccine. And he called her a conspiracy theorist and, you know, an anti-vaxxer. And he went and had the jab and uh, eight days later was dead. Yeah. And right. she was asked why she was out against it because, you know, her ex-husband, who were, and they were really close. But, you know, he was like, yeah, conspiracy theorist, you're an anti-vaxxer. Eight days later, dead, gone. See you later. So who's a conspiracy theorist now? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, and we heard lots of stories like that. I mean, there was the one girl who uh, worked at the NHS and uh, she was saying that the whole um, the whole of the ICU ward was completely full, but not with people from COVID, that people with bacterial lung infections from the consistent wearing of masks. Uh, the consistent wearing of masks. masks. And there was one guy who's got four different types of bacterial infections Jesus. and he's on a, in an ICU on because of bacterial, because of the masks. And she was like... One of the ICU nurses, ICU nurses. So all you people that are wearing masks out there, you really we were Good telling luck. you this. We have been telling you this for um yeah for 15 months. And uh, you know, we're not we don't uh, then we said this, we're not telling you this stuff because we want to look good or we want to be different. We don't we're telling you this stuff. It's not like we've got shares in a mask company. Yeah. Oh now let me see who has that. Uh no, we're telling Matt not, Hancock. We're not telling you exactly. Yeah. Fucking twat if you're listening. Yeah, uh, they're all lying fuckers, I tell you. You make me sick. You're scum of the earth and you're lying. And in you're fact, li- someone posts this to the government website where you tell them all scum. Yeah, they are scum. Um, they're lying to you. But they like. But the good news is that Anthony Fauci in America is in severe trouble yeah. because he's been proven he's lied about the virus and it did come from the Wuhan lab. It's not a virus; it's a biological weapon. Yeah, and it was created in the lab, uh, and he knew all about it to begin with. And there's like three hundred emails or three thousand emails, three thousand emails proving uh, that Anthony Fauci knew about it, and he actually states in those emails that mask wearing masks is useless. Yeah. Uh, and the whole thing's just a joke. It's and, it, and what lie. makes me sick is that you, the people that are sitting there staring at that hypno shit box where you just sit there drooling, dribbling, staring at a screen for hours on end. Uh, and believing, believing everything that you're told and not going and questioning what you're told. This is where this is where we end up. Yeah. This is where we end up right now. Dorman on eight. I was in town earlier on. There's a fucking Dorman at HM. I mean, really? Seriously. I went to a pub yesterday and I had 18 year old girls like little Hitlers running around screaming and shouting at people who were going to the toilet, didn't have a mask on. 
This is where we've got, and this is where you get, and this is the what the society we live in when you surrender your power to your fucking TV and your news and your media. And this is the problem that we've got because they've actually lied to you on an epic scale. And we've been trying to count this. I know we don't have the same uh, reach, Andrew, but who are Steve and John? I mean, a couple of nutters who do this podcast. And we've been right all along from the very start. We've tried to help you. And if you don't want to go and research it yourself, um, there is no hope for us. And, there's, and what annoys me is all these people are making my life hell. I've not seen my son for 18 months because people sit in front of the TV and believe that shit and, and then allowing this to happen. Now, the good thing about it is we went on a march. And it was a million and a half people yeah, from all walks of life with exactly the same stories of relatives dying, people dying from the vaccine uh, and uh, losing their businesses and losing their rights. You don't realise how many rights and laws that they've altered and changed in the last 18 months to literally to bring the, this whole middle class system down, to take down and bankrupt businesses and small businesses. It's all being done. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, now it's a conspiracy. It's happening all around you. But... What I will say is that there was a million and a half people that wasn't on the media. They didn't cover it. Surprise, surprise, as it goes against the narrative. Yeah. And um, and it was just the most amazing day ever. Was it not? It was, well, it, was, it, was, it, was so, it was so nice to see so many people out marching for freedom, for their yeah. rights. And because when you're, you know, if you are watching this, you do get what we say. I know there's quite a few people on here who do. Uh, you can feel quite alone, like we said last time. You feel yeah. alone and isolated. Yeah. And just going on that march made us realise we're not alone. We're not isolated. There are so many people, so many good, kind people. And they were kind. Yeah. They were kind, warm. There was, was no. Just amazing there, it, when they when when we're told by governments that there's racism and there's this and that, there was none of that bollocks. People don't feel that way at all. It's only when we get told it by governments who are trying to separate us all the bloody time. Yeah. Um, and that's why they do it for division. But there was none of that. It was friendly. It was warm. Uh, one of my clients was there, and he met some people who came down from Yorkshire. So yeah. they drove down from Yorkshire that morning, and they were driving back that night. And one of the like, women who'd been on the very first ones said that they're, they're, you know, it was so small when she first came, and now there's like a million and a half people. I know. I was she like, was gobsmacked. She I was like, amazed. We met, so when I did, a fa did the Facebook Live when we was there, just a short Facebook Live, and it was like, I was just in awe of it. That's why I did it. But I spoke to our friend Martin, and he'd done uh, – Martin, if you're watching, uh, good, really good to see you, mate. Uh, but he, that was his 14th protest. 14th. 14th. Wow. Yeah, I think he said it was his 14th. His, his birthday is the same as my daughter's. So right. we've got that little connection. And like, you know, but, uh, yeah, 14. 14 yeah, months. Wow. And I'm – you know, and you've got to give it. that. You know, all these people that are sitting in their armchairs watching BBC News, shoving, flipping – donuts down their throat and ready-made food and then blaming everybody else or do, going along with this. And you've got people like Martin are going out there and doing 14 marches to look after the people that are attacking him. Yes, that's right. Yeah. You know, the we're, people we're, that are going out and doing this are being attacked by the people who who, who are actually going to benefit from all of these marches. Yes, that's right. That's the, that's that's the thing a that scary thing. Me. They that don't realise really really that we're actually trying to protect people uh, by telling people what's going on, and they're just attacking every, yeah. attacking everyone. But I'll tell you what: when this is all over, and they've still got their rights and their freedoms, and they've got their their, their freedom back, they'll all be. They won't. They won't give any credit 
to the people that have done it. It's a bit like, you know, I suppose, I mean, it's a, but all the people that fought in the Second World War to keep your freedoms and they, and, you know, they just take it for granted. granted. Well, these are the same people that are taking it for granted now for all the people that are doing all the hard work, that are exposing all of the truth, exposing all of the bullshit and the nonsense, going out and doing the marches and going out of the way and doing the tribunals and bringing these people to justice while the rest of them are wearing their masks, judging everybody else, calling everyone a conspiracy theorist. But they're going to be the beneficiaries of all of this stuff. So yeah. you might want to rethink about how you're starting to uh, perceive other people that are actually trying to help and actually try and wake you up. Because actual fact, do you know what? It is okay to be wrong. Don't let your ego and your pride, because you've got it wrong in the first place and you've been misled and you believe what you what what you believe now, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to just say, do you know what, actually? I might be wrong here, Delia. Do you Delia? know what? I think... I think I might be wrong. I might have got it wrong. Got no it one's going to judge you. No one's going to call you out because you've decided to change your mind because of some new information. Do you know, this is the problem where I think people are being stuck. They might even think, well, yeah, I know it is, but they've taken a position and they're so fucking stubborn and arrogant that they're going to carry on with that position. Yeah, I mean... Even I, though they know the, the evidence is there to prove it, but they, they've made their point. They've probably gone to work and had a pop at everyone, called them anti-vaxxers and conspiracy theorists, and now all of a sudden it's coming out like, oh, shit. But they still got a cane... But the problem is, they've, because they've taken a position, they're trying to maintain it. Listen, right, that's not going to work for any of us, and it is okay to be wrong. It is okay to be wrong, and no one's going to judge you for that. Uh, I, I will say, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are waking up. You know, one of my clients made a very good point the other day. I haven't seen him for three years. He's a very smart bloke. He's a good, successful businessman. And he said, you know, he, he said he he talked about the, the new thing with Portugal, where they've been put on the amber list. Yeah. Uh, and he talked about the restrictions. He said he said he actually he went round to see his um his daughter and her her partner yeah and because they work for the nhs they had to be careful but they just changed the restrictions from one day to the next so he said what's the difference between now and yesterday i can now do this now but yesterday i couldn't how's that changed how's that sensible what's the virus done in that amount of time what's happened yeah. where oh, i was this 12 hours ago i couldn't do it because it was dangerous but now i can yeah and that's what he was saying. I mean, it's all bullshit. It's, it's all. It, it's just all a game. But he's starting to think and ask questions. But it was, he was asking. He was thinking. Going, yeah. that doesn't make Makes sense. sense. It's not logical because there's something deadly out there. That deadly thing's not going to go away in twelve hours. Yeah. I mean, it's just insane behaviour. Um, and uh, no, I mean, it's like the same thing with all the constantly. It's always a new variant, isn't it? Oh, yeah. We've had the Indian variant, and you had all these people in India doing videos saying, "I don't know what you're talking about." There's nothing happening. Look, we ain't even in lockdown. You are, and there's nothing happening. We're all travelling. I mean, they've still got people with masks and stuff, but, but yeah. there ain't no <laughs> Indian variant. What are you talking about? And over here, like, oh, the Indian variant, and everyone's dying. Really? I haven't seen any of it. I haven't seen anyone die of the Brazilian variant or the South African one. It's all nonsense. So now they're doing the Indian variant because now you, they get you to buy into that narrative. And now what that does is they create a problem and then they're going to react to the problem they create. So, right, we know we're going to need to extend the laws and the lockdown because oh, right. there's the, an agenda going on. That's right. But people are actually seeing it. They're starting to see it because they're, they're, they're making up nonsense now. It's just getting, it's more, Boris John's getting more and more ridiculous by the day. He, yeah. he's, he's, <laughs> we're he, cook. He's like he's like a, he's like a pale buffoon. He's just he's just spouting a load of rubbish out, and people aren't people aren't buying it anymore. They're not buying into it. They're seeing it, starting to see the lies. I'm but, so happy. But I, I I do have to come on to the funniest thing, the stupidest thing I've heard. Uh, oh okay, so, yes, so this, 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 this is great. so this uh, a friend of ours uh, messages into me. So she's basically walking down her street. 
and her neighbours pulled up in the car, said hello to her. They're all masked up in the car. The kids, the kids. Oh, I do remember the story. Yeah, 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 I do. So they're all oh masked in the God, car, yes, this... and they've even put a sheet uh, in plastic, between, plastic, a plastic, plastic, plastic right, between yeah. the front and the back. So they're all completely masked up in the car, but the house, when they go into the house, nothing in the house, no masks, nothing, no plastic. Yeah, so they all live in the so same house. Yeah, they all live in the same house. Yeah. They're like a whole family. They're all so in they're the all car, masked, masked up, up in the car, but nothing in the house. Yeah. So the, the car is dangerous, but the house, I that's know. totally okay. So they all live in the same house. How can you think that's logical? How do you think that's intelligent? That is, that is stupid mental. beyond it's belief. Mental. That it's is the mental. most stu- If you really thought it was dangerous, you'd be suited up with a nuclear suit everywhere you went. <laughs> and if you think that you're mate, fucking mental, if you mate, believe that. Mate, this is the problem that we've got. And this is why we are where we are. Because oh, the world gee. is full of, actually full of people Seriously. Like that. You've oh got four God. people living in a home, but when they get in a car, they get masked up and they're putting perspex to block everything off. Yeah. That's the insanity. That's the stupidity insanity. of the people. And that's why, literally, we've been locked down for 15 months and they've been able to get away with what they're getting away with. Because the world is full of people like that. Don't and think. I am sorry that... They are. I mean, it's, no. I get that. But, you know, it's what I said to you before. You're going to sit and watch the TV. That's the problem. But, yeah, that has got to be the funniest thing. Yeah. I, I, I spoke to someone who, that lovely lady, she's a nutritionist who should know fucking better. <laughs> and she went and got the jab. <laughs> and I'm like, you're a fucking nutritionist. What are you doing? You deal with putting good things into your body and you went and took poison. So oh my God, know, what are you doing? Right, that makes no, that was even, that uh, makes no sense. I, I was gobsmacked. I don't want to go, away. I don't want to go to what I know because I, I, I get too irate and angry about it because I'm just I like, I can't understand. Like, you're a nutritionist, you specialise in putting healthy things in your body and you've just taken poison. Yeah. And her response was, well, I looked it up and they seemed to be doing it for years and it seemed like a really good <laughs> thing. And that was her response. I was like, no, what are you doing? Stop banging on the table. Sorry, don't bang on the table. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh my it's God. A, it's all the, same, all the same stuff with this shedding and the spike protein. Oh, and then, you know, Because what that, all that does, see, when you separate. Right, it, exactly. So all it does is that what they've done is they've created a new narrative. Yeah, so a new narrative. So first of all, there's a virus and then you had the gain of function. Yeah. We have to have gain of functions. You can't catch a virus. So they create a gain of function. So you think you can catch a virus. Now they're pushing that you can catch a virus and spread viruses. And now what they've done is, is they now created another thing is, is that vaccine means that you're now shedding and you'll catch that. It's all yeah. about catching, 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 catching. You'll catch you shit. No, you can't they catch, catch black shit. So even that's a load of nonsense as well. Oh, it just, and the spike protein is just a waste product from the virus. Anyway, from uh, from all the stuff I've looked into. Just to make people scared of each other. That's all oh, it's nonsense. doing. They're all trying to frighten us of each other. If we all just come together, they can't do anything. That's why I keep dividing us. Because we don't stand well, do you know together. What would be better? If everyone actually learned about sickness, illness and health. And no, you don't catch stuff. You don't spread stuff. And all little illness and sickness is caused from within. Oh, well, that was something else funny. Happened. Really easy. So, so this was another stupid thing. So I, I was, I was trying to explain this to somebody on Facebook. You don't catch it, and and she said, she said, I'll prove it. So she googled it. Okay. She googled it and then sent me an image of saying you catch chicken pox and that's how it works. She went, see, you do catch it. <laughs> That's like, what people do. I was like, that's, that's what people do. Or oh, what they do is they'll use mainstream media to try and debunk mainstream media. So if you yeah. say mainstream media is in on it, they're they're, yeah. they're doing this, that, and the other. What someone will do is go to another mainstream media outlet and then say, yeah, but the Guardian said it, and that's so look there. See, look. But yeah. you don't realise they're all owned by the same people pushing the and, same narrative. And, so if you're using mainstream media 
to debunk, to, to use proof it's against mainstream media, you're screwed, screwed. as well. Yeah. And Google's all part of it. Google, and, Wikipedia, they're all from the same information. And this Facebook, who claimed that the Wuhan lab thing was a conspiracy theory and was not relevant, has mm. now backtracked yeah, and right. said, actually, no, we're not going to... They actually censored posts about it, it saying this is false information. Now, because it's all coming out in America, Facebook backtracked and said, oh, no, we will allow those posts because it's actually, it's actually true yeah, It takes true. people like us and many, many other people out there that are doing an amazing job to basically re-educate people about six illness and what's going on and uh, and this is happening faster than what i thought uh, you gotta remember what what's really what's really great for me and mm. this is from my own personal right because i actually suffered with this for about three or four months last year i was really struggling right mm. is that before the lockdowns happened we were saying hang on you don't catch a virus this is all nonsense right and everyone's going ah, running around and seeing everybody you're gonna get us all killed people driving around with yeah, their roof. I know. People driving around, yeah so there was people that were driving around with their roofs down after you know the first week and it was everybody online going it's disgusting you're gonna kill us all all these fucking nutters all acting like that and yeah. i used to watch it and i'm like these people now all of a sudden are now all friendly. And they're, oh, hi, how you doing? I'm like, do you remember how disgusting you were and how much you were attacking people a year ago? You've forgotten that, haven't you? You've forgotten about how you behaved last March yeah. and how you were. You've really exposed yourself to who you really are. But, you know, so I really struggled with that because we were a really lone voice at the beginning of this with the whole virus thing and you don't catch it. And then to turn up to an event and see a million and a half people actually on your side now, was the biggest reward or the biggest um, relief for me because I was starting to think that we were I was losing hope a little bit because you know when you know something categorically one hundred percent and you know uh, and you know it's a fireman knows he puts out fires so if you ask a fireman what do you do he puts out fires and I know about the with the viruses stuff you know, yeah. um, you know. It's no, a bit it was literally it, like someone arguing with a fireman. Telling them they don't put fires, fires out. out. When they're the people who put fires out. Yeah, exactly. This uh, is it's, my, you're this literally is my, arguing this, with a person is, who does this it. This is my argument I had the other day. I said to an argument the other day, I said, so what you're saying is, is we do this all the time, yeah. but would you go and tell a fireman that he doesn't put fires out. So if you ask the fireman, what do you do for a living? I'm a fireman and I put fires out. Would you tell him and say, no, you don't? I need no. to go and fact check that. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Water doesn't con contradict yeah. fire. That's not possible. Yeah, exactly. Because so Google says so. You wouldn't fact check. You wouldn't uh, question a fireman for putting out fires. And we're telling you, you don't. We, we do it. We, we do help people. Not me so much. More John. I have fixed people with it. So And the evidence is out there. And many, many people know this already. But So to be... To be to see that was just it, a massive relief because yeah. it's really lifted my spirits and where this is going, um, you know. And the police were good this time. They didn't, like, decide to just wade into a load of innocent people and start smashing them over here to, uh, with sticks, no. which was really, really good. That was good. But, um, yeah, so anyway, okay, good. So moving on. So moving if you on. are suffering migraine or headache, yeah, you don't awesome. have to. You might go after that. Uh, give, give me a call or <laughs> give Steve a call. Uh, yeah, if you need call. a nerve relief, so you need to come and see me. Cause, yeah. um, but... But either way, you do not have to suffer them. It doesn't matter how long you've had them for. You don't need to suffer with them. I've told you what the root cause is. That is the root cause of your migraines and headaches. When I treat that, the problem goes away. Um, sometimes it's not always quick, as it was with, with uh, Emmeline's son. Yeah. Uh, if you've had it for 20, 30 years, it takes a little bit longer. Uh, sometimes, not all. Sometimes you get lucky. Um, but you can still get rid of it completely if you do the right things. 
uh, and you do not you should not be suffering that you know i had the lady i treated with cluster migraine she had that for years and, and we got rid of that for her so yeah so it's again yeah. a bit more complicated but it can be done you do nobody should be suffering in pain unless you came into this world in pain you should not be in pain now and even then i'd argue that one uh, but if you didn't come into this world in pain, you should not be in pain. Don't care what you've been told. Don't care what idiot has made shit up and told you stuff or how clever they think they are yep. or how clean their white coat is or how shiny their stethoscope is. They're fucking morons. And all they do is cause people to suffer and it winds me up and is really tragic. Yep, me too. So stop suffering. Stop listening to morons. You haven't got a bloody clue what they're talking about. Stop trusting people, these people, because they're not they're not helping you. No, they the don't help. They keep you suffering. The whole system's set up to make you suffer and keep you in pain. I'm yeah, sorry. It's, it's ridiculous. And we're seeing it more and more and more and more. And the longer I go along my journey, the more I know about what the, what the official line is on depression is they're completely wrong. Their official line on anxiety and mental health, completely wrong. PTSD, completely wrong. Trauma, completely wrong. Wrong. Uh, migraines completely wrong uh, kidney infections completely wrong. wrong everything that I've now found out everything that they, you do when you go to an hospital or see a specialist completely wrong and I'm like oh my god uh, it, it's mental and, know, it's and, and then you know and then we find out with this story about the migraines these specialists completely wrong. wrong so you know what I mean and then it can be solved in what and we know they were wrong because it didn't help the kids Correct. that's how you know they're wrong they're not solving the problem the only person who can, you can say is correct is the person who solves the problem and gets rid of it completely. Then you can say they're correct. If yeah. they're managing or maintaining symptoms, they're wrong, skip it, move on, go and find someone to solve what, the those problem. Those drug dealers or the ones that cut you open? Uh, either. Yeah, do you want to buy it? Do you want, I've got some drugs here. You need to have these. Let me have a little listen. I know what's just right for you. Yeah, Hello, you yeah, want yeah, to, two of these yeah, three times know, a day. Yeah. Two of these three times a day. And if they don't work, we might just have to open it up. Cut you open. Exactly. But this this was a kid who he was ten, 10 years yeah. old. This is disgusting behaviour. It's a ten year old, and he was starting to believe it as well. It was destroying his world. Yeah. Um, well, you can see uh, what they're doing I, to the kids now in the schools. Oh, I mean, that's disgusting. Um, yeah. uh, what well, so, they're doing to the kids in the schools about this virus and scaring the shit scaring out of them, scaring the shit out of them, making them think oh, that they're, they're causing their grandparents. And you send your kids there, and you think it's all right. Oh no, guys, send your kids to school yeah. so they can be messed oh. up by the school teachers. Anyway, right, okay, brilliant. So, right, so we're going to do on this day. On this day, yeah, we're going to do a bit on this day. Come on, then. So, um, are well, you ready for this, day. ladies and gentlemen? Um, are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. A bit of a um, bit of a bit of a potpourri tonight, isn't it? What we've live, potpourri. yeah, we've like interviews. You're and saying I smell. You getting angry and the march and it's all been fucking great it's tonight. Over the place, yeah, it's amazing. Been passionate. So, I did bang the, the table a little bit, you did but the camera didn't move. It's like been the it's the best show out there on a it's, Sunday night. No, I know, tell me about it. That's what people tell us anyway. <laughs> so that's what a couple of people tell us yeah, anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So highlight of the night. This is for me. It is, yeah. Yeah, so I love this. So uh in eighteen sixteen, so I just on this day. On this day. Sixth of June. Sixth of June. Eighteen sixteen. Right. Bear in mind it's June. Yeah, yeah. Right. Ten inches of snowfall fell in New England. Which is you know ten inches of snow fell in summer, uh, which was part of the year without a summer due to the eruption of Mount Tambora in Indonesia. Oh really? Yeah. So and okay. yeah, it was a year without summer, eighteen sixteen. Okay. All right. And uh, ten inches of snow fell in uh, in New England, um, but also in eighteen sixteen snow fell in New York, New York State, and in Maine, and there was frost 
reported in Connecticut and Quebec had very, very deep snow okay. over the eruption, which, you know, to have that in June. I was going to say, yeah, that's yeah. especially New York. I mean, yeah. New York doesn't, New, yeah, New York really is hot, really hot is, in yeah, June. Yeah, it's, it's snowed, boiling. It's snowed. Uh, and Tambora, the actual volcano itself, 14 foot, it was a 40, 14 foot high. Mm. And uh, in 1815, it blew its, they call it blew its stack, so the whole thing blew. And it held, four, it held the top 4,000 feet. So when it blew at 4,000 feet and it left a crater four miles across and 2,000 miles deep. Whoa. So if you think 14,000 feet high yeah. and when that went, it left a hole 2,000 foot deep. Wow. That's... So that was a big old bang. Yeah. And uh, so, so much, so much went into the atmosphere, blocked out the sun, a bit like what Bill Gates is doing. I was going to say, I was going to a volcano and just do it like that in one, oh, you know what I mean? Oh, I don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, that blocked out the sun, and that's why we had a year without summer. Okay. And in Europe, a lot of the crops uh, failed. Well, yeah. across the world, a lot of the crops failed. India, China, a lot of starvation, a lot of people died due to that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay. interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, very interesting, yes. Great. So uh, in 1844, mm. uh, I know you're uh, you're aware of the YMCA, so the YMCA, which is the Young Man's Christian Association. Oh, you don't mean the song? No. Okay, just I was going to say, well, they formed in on this day in 1844. Oh, did they? So if they did... They're looking damn good in that track, aren't they? Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Dressed up as a builder and a bloke in a leather coat. <laughs> aged 130, something. Yeah, that would, yeah. Well, maybe this could really make up. Maybe Emmeline had done the aesthetics. Maybe Emmeline had done the aesthetics. Yeah, really good. Yeah, but yeah, so anyway, the YMCA was formed on this day in 1844 by a guy called George Williams in London. And it was just basically really the, the whole aim was to you know put uh, Christian values into practice and developing a healthy mind, body, and spirit. And that, right. was whole, that was the original okay. reason for setting up the YMCA. But that was formed on this day in 1844. Okay. Did you know that? I didn't know the YMCA was originally for health and spirit. And yeah. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. it was just it was a, developing a healthy mind, body, and spirit. Oh, I did not know that. And then, yeah, but over time, obviously, what they do is they corrupt anything good. Yeah. Anything that's good in the world, the people with power come in and corrupt, <laughs> corrupt it, it and fuck it all up for everybody else. Yeah. And then just change it. So, you know what I mean? That's what they do with all the software, the companies, all the companies that come out with a really great thing and then the yeah, elites come in and then just, you know. Yeah. That they've done with health. Really? Back in the Rockefeller days in the yeah, in yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, so anyway, 100 years after that on this day, Today was uh, Operation Overlord. Operation Overlord? Yeah, Operation Overlord, and that's where D-Day begins. Right, okay. So it was the day that um, the Allied forces yeah. attacked France and went across. Um, and as part of that, the, we had the 82 Airborne Division, which arrived in the French town of Saint-Mers-Église, if that's the right way of saying it. But it, they uh, there was 156,000 forces that landed in Normandy. Mm. And it basically... Uh, the code it was like Operation Overlord was the code name for for it, and um, they launched uh, obviously the invasion on this day in 1944 with 1,200 planes, airborne planes, 5,000 vessels, and I said like near 160,000 troops, and they crossed the channel on this day in 1944, uh, and it basically within no time at all there are two million allied, two million troops in France by the end of August, so between now and August, so once they got through, right, um, so yeah, so. Big day today, that big would be, day. yeah, yeah in 1944. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, like I said, I mentioned this earlier, and we've got to be thankful to these people that we all take advantage of and don't realise and think. Yeah. Same as the people that are a bit different. I know the marchers ain't putting their lives at risk or no, anything, no, but no. It's, the same, it's the same intention. Same intention yeah. It's the same intention. Yeah. Well, there are lots of good people in the world working to bring all this down, yeah. and they deserve, you know, because they, if it wasn't for those people who are in power trying to bring it or who are bringing this down, this whole corruption and, and evil 
uh, cabal nonsense that's happening, then... Uh, well, it's interesting what's happening now with the whole American election. Uh, uh, if you've exactly, seen that Mike yeah. Lindell, he's got absolute proof now. Uh, yeah. They know how they frauded the election, who done it. They've got proof before, during and, and after. after, and they know who done it. And because they know who done it now and they've been putting information out, all the people that were involved are now coming out yeah. uh, behind the scenes and apparently they're uh, singing like they're a canary like and they're bringing the whole thing down. So yeah. we knew that the American election was uh, was Fraud. was fraudulent and it was all out of bollocks and now it's all coming out and it will be. And what that will do is it will prove that all elections around the world in every single country are run by the same machines that they the did the fraudulent people. and the same people they did yep. fraudulent election in America. Yep. And it will just show you that the elections everywhere are completely fraudulent and they just put in whoever they want and yeah. no mean, one actually think, has a vote. If anyone thinks Sadiq Khan got re-elected... I was going to say, I mean, no, anyone, one, no one likes that man. Do you know what I mean? How the hell did he get re-elected? Because he didn't. No. He didn't. No. And everything, and all your, and all your, and all, there is, I've said all along, there is no democracy. Um, and uh, you might think that you voted for Brexit. We probably didn't. They are basically put out what they do, but they give you the illusion that you have a vote and your vote matters, but it isn't. You're not choosing anything. No. But anyway, it's a different story, story. Uh, but the good thing about it is is that if that does come down and does get exposed and it is true which I, i'm pretty I will do i'm pretty at, confident at end of that June, it is july the, the arizona audit will be in I've, and you will I've, see the proof come think, out left right and center. i think that once that once that get exposed and the people behind it get exposed i think you're going to go and see how all the other countries now may i mean i think globally yeah anywhere there's been uh, any elections and stuff, I think it's going to get exposed. Gonna get exposed thank God for that, because yeah. uh, you know, if we've been, if this has been going on for so long, we can see why we're where we're at. Because if you if you're not voting for governments, you're basically basically voting for a party, realistically, and that's already been decided who's going to win. Yeah. But then the people that own the own the politicians, because you think the politicians are making the decision, they ain't. They're no. just basically carrying out the orders from the people above. Well, if these people at the above that are rigging the elections all over, well, if these get exposed, and ultimately, then we may start seeing a more true, free representation of what how the world should be, rather than how they're forcing it on us. Well, they might actually do something for the people. Yeah. Gee, let me think. Uh, if we actually had people in power who we wanted in power. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, no, I, I really think this is going to shake the world up. Yeah. In fact, I don't think I know it's going to shake the world up. Yeah. And there's going to be a hell of a lot more information come after it about lots of things, a lot more truth being revealed. Yeah. And it's going to shock people. It's going to wake people up. Well, it's, what it's going to wake the people up to is that all the people that you've trusted on your television and your politicians and your media have lied to you and misled you and hypnotised you and programmed you and give you so much bullshit that you'll never trust them again. I mean, I'm, I've been there, like I said, five years ago. I learned this five years ago, and that's what I say. I don't watch the news now because I know it. But unfortunately, all these people that you have trusted and really believe that the information and it's all independent and it's all... No, it's not. The whole thing's a load of bollocks, and it's all just fabricated shit. And uh, that's going to be the biggest wake-up for people when they realise that, that the news and the newspapers and the media and the politicians, they're all in on this big thing yeah. and uh and you've just been you've been had over for not just you but you've been had over for probably for the last hundred years maybe maybe yeah you know, yeah yeah or since 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 after the second world war at least but anyway okay moving on so um uh so talking about american elections funny enough yeah. uh, on this day in 1968 the senator robert kennedy oh, jfk's yes. brother he died on this day after his wounds from being shot oh on this day, so uh, that's that's yeah, yeah, oh, sad, that's, really. that's interesting to know. Yeah, that was on this day, okay. on really? this day, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, and 1976 uh, was the release of The Omen, 
with Gregory oh, the Peck. Movie. Yeah, the movies. Yeah. That shit me up as a kid. Did it? Yeah. I never saw it. More satanic stuff, wasn't it? About the devil and all that. Oh, I never and, saw uh, it. I'm not into horror movies. I don't watch horror movies. The only horror movies I like are Scream, and those are more. Cool. Well, I was five when that came out. Ah, so, that would, that would do <laughs> it. So, you know, like watching that at sort of six and seven. That was, would mess you up. Yeah, it did mess me up. You might want to switch that off. I might want to switch it off, yeah. Yeah, yeah that might be a form of the whole satanic stuff. Yeah, it will be. Where, where it's, coming from. Yeah. it's real. I saw it on a screen. I watched it on a movie. Yeah. So it's real. Who knew that was actually true and still going on today? Who, oh, who, who knew? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they always tell, like I tell everybody, truth, truth in, in the movies, movies lies in the news. news. That's what they do every time. Yeah. That's what they do. It's how they sick, so twisted fuckers do it. Anyway, uh, so, yeah. So, um, do you remember the game Tetris? Okay, so that game, the Tetris, the video game, was first released in the Soviet Union today in 1984. Wow, in the Soviet Union? Yeah, it's Russian, by a guy called Alexei Pajitnov. Alexei Pajitnov. Alexei Pajitnov. Very nice guy. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah, sounds more like Borat, doesn't it? I was say, but, yeah. uh, he was born, he was actually born in, uh, on April the 16th, 1955. He's a Russian video game designer and uh, he was a computer engineer and he was best known for developing Tetris. Um, oh, okay. And he worked at the Dorodistin uh, Computing Center in the Soviet Union. All oh, right, okay. And he only actually, did you know that he only actually started getting royalties from the game 12 years after? Uh, it was created when a guy called Hank Rogers formed the Tetris Company. So for 12 years, that game was being played, didn't earn a penny, and then they created a, a company called the Tetris Company. It was only then when he started earning money, 12 years later. Oh, okay. He was fascinating, that, fascinating. Yeah, yeah, he, that fascinating? Yeah, he was a, was a businessman, obviously. obviously. Well, no, well, we tend to people that, people that are very creative uh, don't tend to be businessmen. Be business I'm, I'm not a very good I'm a bit of both. Um, <laughs> But, um, yeah, people are creative. Big, and what happens is is that the non-creative people, uh, the ones that are very good at business, they want they parasite off those people. They go, well, if it weren't for my money, you wouldn't be famous, would you? You wouldn't have it. So I guess it's, it's fine. There's good in it yeah, on both yeah, sides. Yeah, yeah. But generally, creative people, I mean, not all creative people are bad in business, but their focus is creation and moving forward, not process. Not process. So process and um and functions is not so you want to if you want if you want to get me if you're the best way to screw me over you tell me to sit down and do something repetitively right um that's it that's torture for me you I do know you do realize i tell you to sit down and repeat do the opposite yeah i know that. It's different. Right. no but there's a different element to that because you're actually you're using creative my creative thinking's going in ah, so, right, so okay. you're looking at a whole jigsaw puzzle of all the different problems just right? checking but no if you want if you if you want to sit if i want me to be an accountant or to keep doing things repetitive it drive me insane and i couldn't do it that's why i'm very creative that's why i make music and i do stuff and i'm always yeah. forward thinking and i'm really good at coming up with ideas of places to go and what to do because i'm yeah. a creative person but if you but if you know if you want me to sit down and then start repetitively doing things and that's why i struggled in my early teens and in my early 20s with work because you had to when you got a job, you was like, you got to do, just go to a job and just do this, this, and this, and this, ah. and do this. And, and, I, and after two months, I was literally going insane and crazy because I couldn't do it. I was just like, it was like being in prison. And See, um, that's why I was fortunate because I and, went but, to be a magician. But so I allowed the, my creativity to come out. I yeah, didn't do a job. But one of the jobs that I did last for quite a while was when I, believe it or not, I was one of my ex-girlfriends got me a job in a pizza place and I ended up doing going there just to get a job and I ended up going and working in the kitchens and being like the main chef in the, and that was great. So I was creating pizzas and different, and it was great for me. It's, it's an early age. That's how I get all my cooking skills now from that. But yeah, yeah creative people are not really good for them. Anyway, right. got a bit carried away there, didn't we? We've had some comments. What are the comments? Um, 
Great. It says, uh, oh, well, that's James just was saying about the uh, about the uh, data on the. All oh, right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. For the NHS, and she found it, and she said, "Isn't it all bullshit? The whole thing's a joke. No shit, Sherlock." I'm going to say that again. It's just the whole thing has been from the outset. We've been saying it from the outset, but unfortunately, you know, it's taken quite a few people to catch on because oh, really TV. Really um, oh, TV never lie to you. Everything comes out of TV is real. Yeah. Um, and then I've got a lady called Claire. Great podcast. Helps so much to hear you speak about the current situation. Like you say, 15 months ago, I've lost liberty. He's very angry, and uh, making yes. it so hard. Uh, Making so hit the table. Oh yeah, it's talking about you in the table, probably. Oh yeah, sorry, I was very passionate about the table, yeah. uh, but the, the the camera didn't move. So that's all right, and I haven't okay. broken the table. I okay. might have broke my hand, uh, but I'm sure there's a conflict involved with that. There is. It's because I want to yeah. punch people. There will be a, there will uh, be a conflict wanna, if you break the table. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, so I uh, didn't realize you was attached to the table. Was you, I didn't realize you had such emotional attachment to it. Well, yeah, it's well. Well, this is me table. Where it's we, a table yeah, where, where you eat. Where I eat. Yeah, 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 yeah so. fair enough. Um, uh, carry on. Right, great. So, yeah. Have uh, a steady rhythm there. What, uh, yeah, okay. So, I'm going to go back. So, in 2012, the Solar Impulse, Solar Impulse. Uh, completed its first intercontinental flight okay. using just the sun. Yeah. Solar powered flight. So, it took off from um, Madrid and uh, ended in, uh, landed in Morocco. Oh, okay. And it was sort of hailed to the king. It was all like him, and it was all sort of this flight was for him, the king of Morocco. But yeah, so the solar impulse took off in 2012 from Madrid, solar powered all the way, and landed in Morocco, which is yeah, fair or few miles. Is it? Yeah, it's about an hour, I reckon. Good okay. hour. Good. Um, so, um, yeah, so, so in 2018, oh, this is why I put this one in, because I know he's talking about the elections. And stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, in 2018, the Iraqi parliament. The Iraqi right. parliament yeah. orders a manual recount of the elections after the prime minister, Hada El Abedi, claims evidence of irregularities. Really? No oh, shit. wow. Excellent. Oh. Which I have reason to put that in is because... One of the user Dominion machine. Well, he did right use the Dominion smart machine. Smartmatic. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. The same as they've used in the American. I always thought Smartmatic... Once it got to the car and elected, probably. probably. <laughs> I always thought the Smartmatic one sounded like a washing machine. I was like, why yeah, have you yeah. named it after it? It's because they wash the votes. They go, in, they they go in with, one, with one person. Yeah. Saying, well, it come out with another one. That's why they call it Smartmatic. We rinse your votes. We clean them. That's funny. I know. Yeah, but yeah, so I just thought I put that in because that does tie in, right? And it has tied in, so right. Forward thinking, that's very right? forward thinking. Very good. Again. Yeah, so very that's my creative thinking. thinking again. You're smart, bloke. I know. Thanks. Cheers. Yeah. Uh, it's so the cap. Yeah. It is the cap. It's yeah. The cap does it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, it's an handicap, is it? It's an handicap. It is an handicap. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so anyway, that's the last one because obviously we've been quite. It's quite a long podcast, and I was right only to have a few this week. Yeah. But it's, you know, in 2018, on this day, a French man. Right. A Frenchman. A French, a French man. A French a Frenchman. Man. No, it's a French man. He announced to have won France's one million euro lottery for the second time in two years. No, yeah. really? Yeah, he can't. The yeah. odds that must be astronomical. Well, funnily enough, I do. I've worked the odds out. What are the odds? Do you know, do you know what the odds are? Have a guess. No, that's why I asked what the have, odds. Have a guess. That was the clue. Have a guess. Have a guess. One in what? One in what? One in two billion? I don't know. I'm no good at maths. <laughs> It's got to be astronomical. It is it's got to be impossible. It is astronomical. And like, so just think about it. Winning yeah. the lottery twice, twice in, in two, two years. years. You know I mean? The jackpot. Yeah. It's one in 16 trillion. Jesus. Wow. One in 16 one, it trillion. It works out one in 16 trillion. Wow. That guy it Took me a while to work it out. That, but, uh, one that, in 16. That's a lucky one man. in 16 trillion. Wow. 
I'm amazed that he still kept playing. I, I know, why would you win a million? Why like, you know what? You know That's what? why I doubt the That's why I doubt it. it. I doubt it because I think Mm, yeah. If you've won the lottery, would you really go to the lottery I've game? I've always wondered if unless, the lottery was fixed. Unless he was a massive gambler with a huge drug habit, and uh, no. you know, he would because you don't. I tell you what, it don't take you long to spunk a million, mate. I don't know. Anyway. You think Tommy bought a house, car, blah blah? It's pretty much gone. Mm. Anyway, oh, I need to. I need. Oh. I need to do the lottery to furnish this nice home. Do you know yeah, what I mean? But oh, it's I when you actually so. think about it, a million quid ain't a lot. Uh, was it a million quid he won? Yeah, it was the one million lottery. It was the one million lottery. Second right, okay. two years with one. It was one in sixteen trillion to do it. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Good luck to him. I mean, fantastic. I know. Yeah. I can't even get three three numbers up in the lottery with an odds of like one in forty nine thousand or whatever. So I, I don't play it. My dad. <laughs> I don't play. My it dad used to have a little toy bingo machine that we got out of a game, and he used to pick the numbers at the bingo machine. He used to write, he, he, he used to spin the thing and. The, it would pick the ball and put it out, and he'd write the numbers down. He'd say, "That's how he picked his numbers." He never won anything, <laughs> apart from a tenner. He yeah. won a tenner every now and again. You could have done a house money. lottery, couldn't you? You know what I mean? And then you know, if the numbers come up, three numbers, your mum could have come in and given him a fiver. Do you know what I mean? Love, love, love. I got three up. All right, comes and gives him a tenner and a cup yeah, of tea. Cup well, of tea. well done. Well, well done. done. Very good. Yeah. All right. East Love, that kept him amused. Yeah, keep me amused as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just think how many fibers you're going to keep paying yourself. I've been really lucky this week. I won 80 quid. <laughs> Right, anyway, so um, so we're going to move on to the last little bit. It's a last birthday. So we've got a birthday and a death. One birthday, one death. And I put this one in because um, the birthday of this guy was sort of a pretty epic guy, really. But it was Robert Falcon Scott. He was born on this day. He was the English guy that went to the South Pole. Oh, right. Captain Scott. Captain Scott. And he and the ill-fated uh, captain obviously died with... I wonder if that story is actually true now, based on what we've heard. Because basically, no, everything I've, I've heard no, now no, is a lie. Know, so, is that true? Well, I think I think it probably is actually. Oh, I, I think it probably is because it's bloody cold down there, and if you haven't got the right stuff, then you know, I would imagine that. Yeah, the right I'm just I'm questioning just everything at the moment. I'm just questioning everything about history yeah. and everything, yeah. especially based on what you showed me on that video. I know. I mean, I won't even talk. Don't even go there. <laughs> yeah, uh, but everything I've learned since I spoke to you, and then actually yeah, learned know, it, it actually has been proved to me. No yeah. offense to you, but no, I, but you don't trust me because you know me. See, people don't because no, you know me. Trust don't trust you. me. No, trust people you don't know. That's what you want to do. Trust no, people I you don't did know. trust you, and then you showed me the proof. Yeah, I do. So, yeah. so, but. But but that's just made me question everything now. I mean, I literally question all history now because I'm like, well, I don't know. Right, you true. need to question everything because nearly everything you've been told is a lie. Yeah, I, you know, literally everything. I'm not even sure I'm a man. No, I'm not sure about. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, no. So I, I, could, I might not. You're more of a man than Eva Drake, because you're like long hair, you know. Yes, they kept, yes. They kept, they kept, they kept just saying Julie every now and again. <laughs> yes, but if anyone thinks my hair looks better like this, then please comment. I know it's not what a podcast about. I think my hair looks better longer. Steve thinks it looks better short. I think it looks great. Uh, but I, I prefer my hair longer. So if you have any comments on that, then don't be harsh. I'm very sensitive. I don't feel uh, embarrassed now when I go up to the show. after that's <laughs> Cheeky soul. So uh, the only no, good well, thing about listen, it is listen, I can listen, do this, listen, this, listen, and this in the morning. No, so I, I, I can't really speak. You've got a lovely girlfriend in there. And I've got... been single for what, two and a half years. <laughs> so, so, should really keep my mouth shut, really. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, because my long hair got me that girlfriend. Mm, I think. Well, there's a few other things as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, so anyway. so It's, not, Scott... like, it's not like I let my hair walk up to any other guy around. It's not I know. Like my hair didn't do the work. You know what, I've even gone on a dating site now. I know you said, I know. It... First time, it's not really a dating site. It's sort of like a group, but no, that ain't worked for me either. It's not worked <laughs> 
I've literally posted my picture and then I just saw the responses and I went and saw them. I'm like, oh, no, really? Yeah. Uh, so I'm just going to have to wait for the universe to do what it needs to do. But anyway, so I shouldn't really take the piss out of your hair. Should we move on to no, deaths? Move on to deaths. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, You're going to kill me? Uh, yeah, no, this is quite an interesting one because obviously it's with what we do. Yeah. But uh, it was Swiss psychiatrist, Cole Young. Remember the yeah, yeah, famous yeah. Cole Young? Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, he founded analytic psychology. Uh, he died on this day, 1961, age 85. Oh. So he's got a lot to uh, answer for. A lot, lot to answer for. Yeah, he's got Yeah, a lot of psychology. Let's understand it and not fix it. Yeah, well, I know how to understand the problem, but can't fix it. So yes. why are you trying to understand it for then? Yes, well, exactly. we need to understand helps. everything. Helps. Yeah, yeah, helps. Yeah. So no. anyway, I'm going okay. to cut a message on it. All um, we had. Uh, I don't watch the news, but just being told that they now want to vaccinate us to school children. Yep. Yeah, they do. I get it's not about virus, mate. It's gone from this. It's gone from, oh, my God, there's a virus, because this has been the plan all along. And now Boris Johnson's come out and said he wants all G7 countries vaccinated by 2020, 2022. It's got nothing to do with the virus, people. No, Absolutely nothing at all. Nothing. Because uh, you don't control. catch a virus. Total nonsense. So if you control. don't catch a virus... What are you having a vaccine for? Yeah, exactly. What is it? What is it? Because this is not about, this is about mass surveillance control. What, and what's in that? Check out Luf, the Lucifer race, the stuff they're putting in it. Mm. Um, I'll let you say, if you haven't gone to, if you haven't gone to AstraZeneca's website, Moderna's website, or Pfizer's website, and read what it is that you have injected into your body, you've just blindly turned up to some tent or some doc- doctor who's just, and you just stuck your arm out and let them fill your, zapped you with a load of shit without you even checking what it is what's in it how it works what it's meant to do uh then i've got no sympathy for you i really have no sympathy for you i mean no it's people go on TripAdvisor and do more research into finding out where they're fucking going on us one night in a hotel than what they've had said let somebody inject inside of them it's fucking mental and people always saying, oh, you want to watch what you're eating and you want to watch yeah. what you're putting in your bodies. I know. That's, it's everywhere. <laughs> healthy people, you want to watch. But, oh, and really? they're all taking bloody, and I'm like, I know. Sit, you take vitamins and things because you want news in your body, but you will take an experimental jab. And this is why, really? I, this is why I went back to last week about how everybody's just hypnotised. And yeah. maybe, and I said this to one of my clients, maybe that maybe they might have to lose a family member or they might have to have a severe problem with something to snap them out of the hypnosis that they've been in for most of their life. They're actually hypnotized. It doesn't matter. They're hypnotized to the telly, whatever it comes on is real. And they're just like programmed. They're not, they're actually, I actually something, some of these people aren't really living. They're not actually alive. They're just staring at the screen, being told their stuff and then just going around and doing what they're told without even questioning it, looking at where, I mean, that's really dangerous. What worries me about these people is if they turned up tomorrow on the news and said, right, We've just discovered that blonde-haired people with blue eyes have got this rare strain of uh, something or other, and uh, you've got to stay away from because if you go near them and you catch it, then, you know, it could be devastating. Then these people will be out there hunting down people with blonde hairs and blue eyes, wrapping them up and killing them because yeah. they said, well, it's the telly, the telly. This how dangerous, these how dangerous these people are. They literally <laughs> believe it, and that's the problem. And they're going and, after the kids now. And all these people running around in fear, they are so angry, and they're hurling abuse at people who... who like us, who know what the truth is, and they're having a go at us, but they're the ones attacking us. I'm like, seriously? Yeah, no, but the reason they're angry is because they don't know. They don't know. They don't understand. They don't I understand. get they don't understand, but seriously? Yeah. Um, you've got a big shot coming, it's all about. It's all about the money anyway. It's, got, it's all about money. Well, it's not about your health and, uh, you know... 
hopefully some sooner or later uh, something will happen soon enough before these poor children are going to get yeah, I really hope they don't allow if your parents seriously do some research before you make a decision on this vaccine for your children well, don't have to do any vaccine for yourself because if just please please well, no, just go it, and do the research look at the history look at this let's just go and look at the it, proof please. if you want to put something in your own body that you've not looked up fine but don't do it to your children seriously you wouldn't feed them shit well you probably do feed them shit but you wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't want your kids to come to harm i know that you think they're doing you good but seriously me and steve have no reason to lie to you i'm dribbling we have no reason to tell you something's not safe if it really is safe and we're only telling you what other doctors are saying we're telling you what really severe se highly qualified doctors are telling people it's just not in mainstream media and we're reading what's on the websites admittedly i've not actually been to the website well, to read it. Steve's the the I, I wouldn't want to take it anyway but steve has uh, no, my girlfriend has loads of people vaccines, they're operating they're, no, systems, they're operating systems. it says it on the website it's an operating system so i i just so please don't, and don't give you, it to your and kids. think about it if you've had to have it but you still got to wear a mask and you still can transmit it and you can still give it to someone else what's even the though you can't point? what's the freaking point yeah and if you was gonna <laughs> and if you've had the vaccine because you wanted to travel look at what they're now doing with the travel they're even no. stopping you from traveling absolutely, even if you've had the vaccine they're playing you like a packet you're being of cards played look at the logic of it seriously and you've been played if the mere fact that you believe you can catch a virus and spread it so you well know, that's been around it. longer but yeah i know but get rid of that yeah get rid of it get rid of that because it's not true yeah, and I don't understand why people... So people want to believe, for some reason, you catch a virus. Whereas if you can't catch it, you're much safer. Yeah. Why do you want to believe in something that leaves you dangerous, vulnerable, and exposed? Why don't you want to believe that actually you're perfectly safe, you can't catch anything, and you're fine? Yeah. Why would you not want to believe that? I understand you don't want to believe because everybody, it's not true. Because everybody's why life, do you want to not go investigate that and go, oh, wait a minute, you mean I'm everybody's safe? Everybody's life is so shit that they want to be in their own fucking drama. Oh, I don't know. They've got to be, they, it gives them a, well, I've had it. Oh, I've had it. They're all in there. Now they're all in oh, their own drama, like their own little movie yeah. and feel important. And they can go around and saying it. And then the problem is, is all that bullshit of that is actually reinforcing the lie. Yeah, I So know, thank yeah. you for all you people as well. And, uh, What's the other two comments think? we've had? Um, I've heard so many people around me falling ill after having this vaccine. Yeah, everybody. And then they post it on Facebook and said, I'm really ill after having the vaccine. And then everybody else does reads it and then goes and gets the vaccine the next day. <laughs> it's like, wait, honestly, I'm fucking surrounded by mental people. And one of my clients, she actually knows <laughs> like someone. Like, honestly, man, honestly, it's just a fun, it's funny. It's one, absolutely hilarious. One of my clients knows someone who knows someone who works on a call centre. Yeah. And they said that they've had so many people call into call centre about adverse reactions. Oh, it's off the charts. Oh, do you want to know? Off I, the charts. Do you mean I actually know? Oh, well, I know. What well, do you know? I know. Do you I, know something else? I know something else. Oh, my know. God, you're on form tonight. Oh, you're yeah, so yeah. clever. What do you so, know? Uh, so as it stands right now, the current adverse reactions yeah. to the vaccine currently stands in the UK alone, just in the just UK, UK. 890,000. 890,000 890, adverse reactions to the vaccine. Wow. Right? Now, here's the thing. If you have a symptom that they've mentioned that could possibly be a symptom of having the vaccine, yeah. it, doesn't get, it doesn't go down as a So that's a not statistic. an adverse reaction? No, it doesn't go down in right. the statistics. Okay. So that's 890,000 adverse reactions that they haven't said you could get. Right. Right? Wow. So that they reckon it roughly equates to ten percent, right? So that only ten percent of all the re, all the adverse reactions Actions. get recorded. Ten wow. percent, and that figure is eight hundred ninety thousand. Wow! At ten percent, 
Right? Jesus. And as it stands, I believe it's 1,300 to – I'm not – don't give me 100. I think it's around about 1,300 deaths from the vaccine, right? And that is purportedly uh, 2 to 4% of the actual amount. Uh, so even yeah. the figures that they're telling you are fudged because they've created it in a way that means that a lot of the stuff that happens forward. won't get registered because they preempted and said, yeah, but if you get that and you drop down of this, that, and the other, if you drop down of this and the other, go, well, we told them that, so it's not an adverse reaction because it's already been listed. Yeah. Mental. 809,000. That's disgraceful behaviour. Absolutely yeah. disgraceful behaviour. Um, yeah. Now, if it's you're going, it's the Yellow Pages, the MHRA website. Okay. Yeah. A medical health Please. reporting association. Please do your research. Is. We're not here to tell you what you should or shouldn't yeah. do, but seriously, do your research. Yeah. Um, well, no, I mean, EastEnders is on, mate, and uh, pubs are open now, so I think it's best we just go and have a... We could have a bottle of wine, sit in the garden, let somebody else sort it out. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Do you know course, what I mean? Yeah. What I'm going to do is sit in the garden. What about watch EastEnders, have a bottle of wine, have something nice to eat, yeah, go for a walk, come home, and then tomorrow we're going to get a jab. And anybody that says don't have it, they have a conspiracy What do they know? Yeah, yeah conspiracy theorists. They couldn't possibly try and look I mean? out for your health. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway. How can they not say? The bloke on the news. Honestly, the bloke on the news is saying it. But it's on there every day. I mean, it, it wouldn't be, be like that. Huh? No, no, anyway. it wouldn't be like Anyway. Sarcasm. Moving on. Uh, right. Moving on. Yeah, so, okay. So, okay, yeah, so, so fig it. those figures are there. Go, go, let's go check them out. I did post a video with uh, the guy, Dr. Rainer Formick, uh, or Rainer Formick. He's the guy doing the Nuremberg trials. Posted his video, his interview video with Brian Garrett, Garrett, Garrett the guy from UK Column, who's an ex-military guy in the Navy for 20 years, and then went into investigative journalism. The interview between him and Rainer Formic, I posted it. It's got all the information in there that you need about what's going on. Uh, it's about an hour 22. If you're not going to watch that and watch shit on the TV, then I, again, I have no sympathy for you. No. Go and get the jab. Go and get it. <laughs> yeah. uh, great. So, um, that's it. I think that's going to be it. Wrap up. Do you not think it's it? I think that's it. Look at that. An hour and 54, man. We've never. Oh, now I've gone on. two hours. Oh, yeah. sorry, guys. We've been two hours. That's a long, long I've enjoyed podcast. it tonight, man. It's been good. We've talked about lots of different things. Mm. Um, uh, we're starting to have podcasts like Ken Dodd had shows. Really? Uh, yeah, we'll be here till the middle of the morning next time, won't we? It'll be, it'll be, <laughs> Getting it'll be, longer and longer. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So soon I'll be bringing more stuff in and they'll be coming more with different yeah, areas different areas. Like three and a <laughs> half yeah. hours. So, I mean, we really won't, don't worry about it. It's, we it's, might, it's, no, we won't I'll that. just get somebody else in after him. So, well, thanks, John. Now we're going to bring in Colin. Colin. Colin's an expert in maps. Hello, Colin. How are you doing? <laughs> right, uh, yeah. So you've got the Makata or the uh, Asimuthal equidistant maps. So you yeah. don't get me into maps now. No, so I don't get Learn a bit about that as well. Do a podcast showing about maps. Can you imagine how... Enthralling that would be, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll have like four viewers on that yeah. one, wouldn't I? <laughs> we'd have two more, and we got cartography weekly, cartography week, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. With no. your host, Steve Atlas Jakes. You know that you moan, I don't watch your Facebook posts enough, <laughs> I'll watch them even less, um, than I do now. Oh, it'd be that. great, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be fantastic. That's really um, interesting. If you're actually looking at the whole maps from about 1500, they've been completely, they've also yeah, been completely changed, changed as well, and there's loads of shit that's been removed. and you know, it makes you wonder how does all these countries that were mapped back in the day no longer exist now? Oh, I know. Well, it's mental. We'll get, um, really... we'll get into that podcast next week. We'll get into that podcast. Cardiography. Yeah. Okay. Well, cartography. That's... Cartography. Yeah, oh, the cardiography is making cardigans, isn't it? Cardiography. I don't know. Oh, no. uh, anyway, thank you for watching. Uh, thank you for bearing with us for the whole two hours. Uh, we really appreciate that. If you have watched this 
all the way through. Thank you so much for being here. If you do know someone suffering headache and migraine, please tell them to watch it and go to the bit about the headache and migraine, <laughs> yes, which was about 30 minutes. <laughs> yes, uh, <laughs> uh, but that, is the, mo- that yeah, is the most absolutely. important part. Uh, yeah. We just love hearing the sound of our own voices, clearly, and, and talking about stuff. Um, but we really are trying to help people, and we just love uh, doing this and chatting and, and, and listening to people. So I forget great. sometimes that we've actually talked yeah, we people. Yeah, we forget. We're actually talking about people. We should have some coffee and biscuits. I know. Well, really, shouldn't we? Um, and <laughs> so I chat with Stephen John. Exactly, yeah. Um, if, you do, if you do share it, please let people know, especially with suffering migraines, because so many people do it, and they do the wrong things, and they get stuck. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, thank you very much for watching. I'd like to say thank you very much for watching, too. Thank you for sticking with us for two yeah. hours. Yeah. We want to say thank you to Emma. Look at that, see the fun. Yeah, thank, thank you. To, I want to say thanks, thanks to, to Emmeline, who uh, is obviously next door. And uh, we thank her for telling her story because without that story, I think it's very difficult for people to really get a grasp of what, uh, what, um, what, um, well, it, it, do you know what I'm it's saying? A, it's, it's an example what, of someone who went, went through it and how it gets resolved. For us, Sarah, you're so descriptive, your language is unbelievable. Um, no, it's a good example of how someone who who, who watched someone they loved. That's the point I'm making. They, she watched someone who she loved for uh, for a year go through all this trauma, and it was resolved in one session. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, yeah, that is just ridiculous nonsense. Absolutely. And that's, I'm not saying anything about me. I'm not special. Uh, unless you go Bethnal, uh, but I'm not. I'm, Careful, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to boost. Might upset some of the people out there. Like, yeah, it's not right. Like. There's nothing special about me. I just know a few clever things. That's it that gets people out of pain. That's all. I'm, anyone could really do it, but it, it's just it's when, you so understand, not, when, you, when you understand it. When you understand it, it's so logical. It, when you understand it, so makes you sick, ill, hurt, pain, and it's really basic. Yeah, you go to it, and get rid of it. Simple as that. Simple magic. But, I mean, but they've, they've they've created this whole bullshit system out there that tells you that that it's this, that, and the other, and nobody ever gets better from it. That's the funny thing. Very rarely. Very rarely. Very, very, very well, right. Anyway, we'll cover anyway, that next time. Right. Next time. Well, Thank yeah, you very much. So I just want to say, so if you are, uh, if you do suffer from headaches and migraines, definitely give John a call. Um, he's definitely the specialist in that field. Yes. Um, I don't specialise in headaches. I just create them. People. No, I do solve headaches. But the really, headaches the migraine me. stuff, the migraine stuff, really. Uh, although I can do it, I'd rather you know John's. Well, only because if it's a trapped nerve, yeah, know, obviously you stuff, need both done do really. So you know, I, the Steve's not training that. I, luckily, my mentor taught me how to release trapped nerves yeah. and tissue and how to feel for it as well. Yeah, and how to know if it is trapped in the body yeah. without X-rays because they don't sharpen X-rays. That's something I must point out. Trap nerves, trap tissue will not show up on x-rays, MRIs, or any sort of scan. You can't see them because it's only reading the physical, and it's only reading the, energy, reading the energy of the muscle skeletal system. It doesn't read trap nerves or trap tissue. Yeah, that's a can't really see. fucking good point. So they'll, they'll, they'll be looking for it, won't find a blind thing, and you can say, can you see trap tissue? They can't see a blind thing, they've got a bloody clue what they're doing. Not a yeah. freaking clue. So anyway, so if you have got headaches, <laughs> yes. go and see John, because he yes. really does know it. He really have that. He's got the tools to do all of that. Uh, if you have got anxiety, depression, PTSD, or limiting beliefs, or you're struggling with life, and life, you're not happy, and you're stuck, and you can't move forward, and everything's crap, then then you can give me a call, or go and see my website, healingthemind.co.uk, where you can see all my stuff on there, and uh, see what I do, there's loads of testimonials, got the video with my new, uh, with the guy this week, going to be doing that, looking forward to that one, yep. so that'll be, new, that'll be a new testimony I'll post out, oh, obviously, for the same thing, you can also contact John for that as well, uh, the DTO, I do do that as well, the DTO system, I help a lot of people with that, and uh, obviously, if you like what we do, 
Um, please put all donations to Stephen Jakes. Uh, no, uh, if you like what we do, my name's been Jonathan. His name's Stephen. If you don't, it's Boris and Matt Hancock. Yeah, exactly. So, and good night. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. No, you know, no. if you do, then uh, you want to find out more about us, then go to our YouTube channel because all forty-six episodes are on there. Inside Out Effect with Stephen and Jonathan, and or just go backtrack through my facebook feed or they're on our website oh they're on our website oh actually no 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 i've got to upload some to the website i know so, so you're probably better going off to the youtube channel yeah uh, post youtube channel and i will on. be posting that video on pendulums so if you're interested in that about reality creation changing your future rewriting programming your subconscious brain and all the of attractive stuff i will be posting that probably tomorrow and then you can sign up to my usual newsletter and get the remaining 2019 chapters all right, so got a lot going on there. Yeah, excellent. Very right. good. That's we're it. done. We're done. Are we going to have a Chinese? We're going to have a Chinese now, yeah. yeah. You're paying because I fixed your shoulder. You did. I am paying tonight. I'm That's right. Um, so chips, just chips for you then. <laughs> uh, all right, just chips. Not from a Chinese. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, just no, chips. No, not you from can Chinese. Have some rice. Uh, that, boiled rice. How about that? It's a boiled rice. Just imagine that. Just a plate of boiled rice. Mm. You know, no, that reminds me of a joke. Uh, I've always wondered if the Chinese throw rice at weddings. Uh, if we throw rice at weddings, the Chinese throw fish and chips. I'm very good. One of that. Yeah. So good, good, good joke there by Wayne Dobbs. It's fucking brilliant. It's brilliant. You are unbelievable. Yeah. They don't, they, they're going to be back next week. They're going to be back just for that joke, just, aren't no, they? No, I can so, see. Is there any more, any more entertainment? No, I think John? we should leave it now. I think we should, we should, we should, we should move on. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to Thank us. Thank you I hope we've been entertaining and we'll see you and speak to you in two weeks' time on the Inside Out Effect podcast. I've been Stephen Jakes. Good night. And this is... And I've been Jonathan Shaw. Good night. Good night. Press end broadcast, man. Yes. <laughs>